2: Love talk
3: radio. Let's go. Welcome to the war room. We got Des, Kim, Jimmy PJ B Austin the hot block commander. Yeah, how you wanna end up one or two show to
4: keep the brain running
3: with the premises <laughs> talk for a national level, boom with the topic, sort of like the when with game countin' like the fad Five during prime time, supposedly glimmerists speaking their minds on sports, medicine, and sports, veterans, and greats. The 4th of 26th so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room. With five knights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated.
0: Yo, 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 yo. What's up, good people? You know where you are. Welcome to the war room. You are live. In the War Room, and that's brought to you by War Room Sports and the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy the Blueprint, and I'm building it with my tag team partner, B. Austin. Um, Dev is in Florida getting robbed without a gun and mask by Mickey Mouse and his band of happy thugs, hashtag Florida man. So, um, <laughs> 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 Dev will be back next week. But, uh you know, we had to holler at y'all today, though. So we got a lot of news to talk about. Odell Beckham just became the highest-paid receiver in NFL history. So we got to think about the greats and, uh, you know, where they rank and argue about that a little bit. Shout out to Phil Maddock if you want to call it under. You like to argue about wide receivers, Paul. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Keep it locked right here because we're going to talk about a lot of things happening in the world of sports. A lot of people got paid this week, B-Austin. You know what I'm saying? We got definitely got to talk about their money. We got our chatty patty on. Not
2: <laughs> um, to, to talk about other people's
1: money. Yo, Mickey Mouse is the know. hardest guy since Haitian Jack left the country.
0: <laughs> Salute to Mickey Mouse, the G. But anyway, um, make sure you guys join us right now in the JW Philly Realty chat room. Get ready to open it up right now to make sure everybody's, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Kevin who holds down a chat room all the time. So we're about to open that chat room. So make sure you guys log in to that JW Philly Realty chat room. You can do that by going to blogtalkradio.com slash thewarroom. Or if you want to holler us on the show, make sure you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything is at War Room Sports. You can also call in directly. In about 20 minutes, we're gonna open up the Digital Extreme Technology Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Also, Fred Purdue will join us in a minute to talk about some college uh, football. He's gonna stay on to talk about sports for a little bit with us. But one last thing before we get all this conversation started, man, and that's to make sure that during the week when you're not, live, when we're not live on the air, you check out all of our archived episodes. We have so many episodes. This is like episode. 400 and some change, you can find all of our body of work, videos, podcasts, blogs, or just us talking trash. Everything can be found at the hub, which is warroomsports.com. We have the War Room Sports mobile app, you know what I'm saying? Um, our podcast is on iTunes, you know, Tune TuneIn, Stitcher Radio. Any place you get podcasts, you can find our podcast, and you already know that. We all over this digital. We, we so digital right now, man. Shout out to everybody on uh, Terrestrial Platform, but we so digital right now. B-Austin, what's good, beloved?
1: Yo, be digital here, and that ain't sure for Bobby Digital either. Um, nah, man, listen, we out here to get this gorilla, get this chicken, talk about other people's chicken, enjoy ourselves, have a good time, and this thing of ours, which I expand to encompass the entire wide world of sports and not just the greatest sport, which is, of course, basketball. We got to talk about everything we hear.
0: Yeah, my, my man, B. Austin is so global with his sports game. Like, he's like our head soccer guy, although we barely talk about soccer because some of you guys get upset when we actually call it soccer. But, I mean, you know, we so Americanized. <laughs> but at the same time, we respect sports all across the planet. You dig? We about to get us a cricket expert and talk about a little bit of everything. We talk about yam farming. You know what I'm saying? We talk about um, I the Sport. Of, uh, I apologize. That's
1: actually the greatest sport. What's you just named? I'm sure. I'm we, talk, sure.
0: <laughs> we talk about the sport of IG modeling. That's a sport in itself. You know what I'm saying? So we talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got a heavyweight champion of that, to Bernice. But anyway, listen, man, it's time to talk about some things that happened this past week while you were on the grind. And uh, for those who don't know uh, while you were on the grind, is brought to you by Sports the Book. If you are tired of reading the same old sports book with the same old links, rankings, imaginary starting lineups, and all kinds of subjective trash information, here's what you do. get Tired of them dancing all sports. in the
5: videos.
0: Yeah, you already know dancing all in the videos. You know what I mean? Wearing face masks with chicken on it. If you're tired of all that stuff, man, go get Sports the Book. <laughs> smart people only read the sports. You can get it at sportsthebook.com or come to our hub, like I mentioned before, WarroomSports.com, and you can also get it from there. But there's a lot of things that we definitely have to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Typewriters going off. For those who, because we are so digital, um, for those millennials listening who don't recognize that sound, that's a thing called a typewriter. Get your googles on. You'd be like, yo, they actually used to use this trash. Yes, we used that trash, and it was known as a typewriter. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> gotta put that out there. I know some cats are like, yo, what is that sound? Anyway, um. Um, first thing I want to talk about is Usain Bolt. Yeah, man, Usain Bolt is going to make his football debut. How do you think Usain Bolt will fare as a football player?
1: Um, it depends on what league and level he tries to play at, which I think he's doing it down under. And uh, we all want to do it down under, but he's doing it down under in Australia. Um, and and they're known to have a, a decent football culture. Um So I don't know that he would be able to compete at the top level. Here's the thing. Usain Bolt is one of the top athletes to have ever walked the face of this earth. But when it comes to soccer, man, you have to take years to develop your, your, your touch and your skill. And whenever we get into a a discussion of soccer, I always have to relate it back to basketball so that Jimmy understands you can't just step out and have a Tim Hardaway handle with the soccer ball. Like it takes years to develop that level of touch to be in the top top leagues. So I have a feeling that his athleticism is going to be novel. People are going to appreciate his speed on the pitch, but he's not going to go anywhere really with it. Not not at this stage in life.
0: Yeah, that's what's interesting about this, and just sports in general. As I think about this, um, a little deeper. Pause that is that um, what makes sports unique is that it does take not only athleticism, um, but experience, smart, and all those things. If you're just the best athlete and you can go out there and dominate, then whatever sport you play in is trash. Let's face it, right? Because you can take the best athlete in the world, put them on a basketball court, a football field, and they you may or may like not a... be successful. I mean, the Raiders try. Shout out to shot uh, have, I mean, I don't know if he's in the chat room yet, but he'll be there. But shout out to your Raiders—they went for years, just like yo. Let's give us the best athlete, and we'll figure it all out. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. I guess it all depends upon what athlete you yeah, have and how dedicated they are to their craft.
1: <laughs> track guys always think they can be a wide receiver in the NFL. They always believe Listen, that. Listen,
0: man, I, I want the—I want the Lincoln University who had um, like the top, at the time I was there. They had the top track team in uh, D3, but. Those guys uh-huh. thought they could do pretty much anything, like because they were athletes, they were like, Yo, I can um I am about to go join the ping pong team and dominate like because they were great like track guys, they just thought they could do anything. So I know exactly that. They thought they could walk onto a football team, basketball team because they're fast. And what you're doing when you're doing it is you're disrespecting whatever sport that is. And you know, it used to be a show on T V called like pros versus Joes where they would have like professional athletes play like regular guys. Because a lot of regular guys and no shots at regular guys, because we're all regular guys at the end of the day. But sometimes we disrespect uh, professional athletes, y'all. We disrespect them. I remember there there was a dude, I don't even remember his name, but he was like, he played for the Nuggets. And this is back in like the early 90s. And he used to come to a playground in a Germantown section of Philadelphia. And he wasn't even good in the league. But listen to this, though. When he came out there, though, he used to cook cat. And I just think in my head like, yo, if this if this dude who, you know, we would call him a bum, right? <laughs> in the league he's a bum. But I hear with us regular folks, this dude's looking like he's looking like Mike. Like how good is actual Mike? And I don't want anybody to hit me up and start talking about how there's different types of play and sometimes that doesn't translate and yada yada yada. But we're talking about a guy, I'm saying both, who's at the top who's at the top of the food chain in his sport and is switching sports. That's always gonna be difficult unless you're like um Bo Jackson, which is what makes Bo Jackson special, because he is indeed an outlier. Everybody just can't go do what he did. You dig what uh, I'm saying? Oh,
2: yeah,
1: absolutely. I I, I dig it 100%. I've been on the basketball court with professional basketball players uh, that not only play in the NBA, but other leagues. They are different than you. They're different, man. Even the bummest, the the bummiest of Shout out to Ira Newble and Jared Jefferson. Yo, know, like they make you believe that you can do what they do, but when they come to the playground, you can't. You can't, though. It's different.
0: Yeah, man. <clears throat> so I just want people out there that I know that like, I'm actually I actually look forward to seeing when cats do this just to see how their skills translate. But it's one of those things where if he did succeed, I wouldn't be shocked. But if he didn't succeed, I also wouldn't be shocked. Um, because like you mentioned, and you you built the the best point. He is one of the greatest athletes to ever live, like, period. He's one of the greatest athletes to ever live. Um, But at the same time, that's not his skill set. So we'll see what happens, man. But salute to him for trying, man. You know what I mean? Like, he's the god, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, the chicks over there love him anyway because I heard some stories about the – never mind. Anyway, um, next story, Brother B. Austin, I got to hear your opinions on this because this This story overall is one of the more sad things that happened over the last couple of years is uh Jim brown um right now he's in the news because he praised uh Donald trump's presidency and he also credits the advancement of blacks in America to white people. What do you feel about his the, the the thoughts um what are your thoughts on the words that he said this past week in trying to give uh trump praise?
1: you know um it's kind of funny, I'm I'm going to start off by saying that being a part of this podcast, radio show, and all around digital media company has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. And one of the reasons, like this is no joke, I'm not even being funny, it has taught me how, how utterly bad hero worship really is. Like, everyone that I would consider a hero based on their performance in a particular sport, on the pitch, on the basketball court, on the football field, like, they've let me down as a human being in some capacity. Like, I would say maybe the only exception being Muhammad Ali, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, you know, maybe those guys. Outside of that, man, everybody knows what a huge Michael Jordan stand I am. As a player, absolutely. As a human being, yo, Mike is one of the most – he's one of the most terrible human beings I've ever encountered. Like, he really – like, he's a piece of crap. And I say that not to poop on Mike specifically, but I'm going back to Jim Brown. Like, growing up, Jim Brown was one of the guys that I would have considered a stalwart part of the black power movement of the empowerment of black people to see his buffoonery, his coonery, uh, his shucking and jiving, his tailing, his uncle tomming, his, his uncle Stephanie, his, his uncle ruckusing to see it play out on the stage in 2018, 2017, 2016, like, it literally, like, it really honestly makes me sad. Like, I'm sad whenever I see and hear him more so than angry, more so than, you know, wanting to poop on him. Like, I just feel a great sadness because at one point in time, I would have considered him one of American sports national treasures, not just based on what he did on the football field, because he is one of the greatest NFL football players ever, and he is the greatest lacrosse player in history. But yo, to hear him speak and to hear him take positions, like I wanna, I wanna just leave it to him being out of touch with reality. But nah, man, I, I can't, man. These these things that he's saying, the people he's aligning himself with, the the position he's taking. Yo, it's, it's, it's bad, man. And, and Jimmy, you often talk about people ending up on the wrong side of history. I feel like he's, yeah. a, he's erased his legacy as a part of, of uplifting people of color in this country and the world. Oh, he's erased it. Like, you would have put him in the same category <laughs> as Kalim Abdul-Jabbar, but you can't do that anymore. You can't, can you? Like, I can't.
0: No, nah, I yo, mean, here, here's the one thing Here's the one thing you can say about Jim Brown. This this is the uh, excuse we make for our older NFL players. Like, we just blame it on CTE. Like, we just that, – that's that's kind of what we do. We're like, yo, it must be CTE. Because when you study his history and what he's still for – and it's like I still uh, – funny is because I listen to him talk and I still be trying to, like, work with him just based upon his history, what he's done for the gang. But, I mean, it's also two sides of Jim Brown. Because, like, we, we can't just talk about the good without the bad. I mean, he also – yeah.
1: I do the same thing. I do the same, but we can't, yo. We he also, can't. Let, his, he also a- let his hands
0: go. He let his hands go on the women a couple times too. But anyway, um, but I see, cause I, I, I feel like I know what he wants to communicate, but he's doing a terrible job of communicating it. Right? It's sort of like the the Kanye disease. Like some of the stuff Kanye has said is like I know what he's trying to say, but he is sound. It's like God, some guys have thoughts, but they are terrible at articulation. Right. I, I
1: actually agree in the case of Kanye. I get it. I know exactly what he was trying to say, but I don't give him an excuse for not being articulate enough to get it across because he's responsible for the messaging that he puts out. I know too. I know that Absolutely. he was trying to say that you have the the ability to choose your destiny, and, and empower yourself mentally and all of that, I, believe, I genuinely believe that. But I don't give him a pass Cause, cause part
0: because of you're responsible for I the message. I don't either, nor messages. do I. I don't give any of them a pass. I don't give any of them a pass because one thing I understand is if you're not good enough to articulate your message, maybe you should get somebody else to articulate for what you're trying <laughs> to say. Sometimes, in the words of uh, Aubrey, man, he said, look, a, a wise man, sometimes, we say a wise man once said nothing at all. Sometimes it's best just to shut your mouth, right? That's hot. And bars. And I and it's yeah. Shot to RB to RB Graham, the, the ball, the Canadian ball. But anyway, um, the the wise man won't say nothing at all. Like,
2: <laughs>
0: But that's kind of what that, that's kind of what his response was to uh, Pusha T's um slander. Like, look, sometimes the wise man won't say nothing at all. But my point is, he, he, like, he,
1: knew, he knew he lost
0: because what, what Jim Brown started by saying is we got to stop playing the victim. We need to get up and do for self. I'm with you. Problem is, he ain't stopped there. (laughs) It's like, it's like you ever be in like a debate or something. So you're in a sports debate and you're arguing and someone comes in to take your side and they like with you, but then they take it a step too far. And you're like, no, I agree with
1: you. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to uh, to our homie, uh, shout out to our homie house do that all the time, and I just be walking away from them debates because I don't want him on my side.
0: <laughs> like yo, like like yo, you was on my side, but you just took it a bit too far. So like, when he says we spend too much time, because I actually agree with this sentiment, like we spend too much time talking about, you know, um, whether Trump's good or bad, or doing this and the third instead of building. Like we spent so much time,
2: <clears throat>
0: excuse me, complaining about him that we're not doing what it takes to move forward. I agree with that, but then when you start giving the credit of some of our some of our successes to um, people have else that's when you go too far um, because one of the things that's interesting to me is like and I'm, I don't want to get too deep into the politics over here is we're spending so much time talking about what he's doing wrong or what he's doing this or what I still don't know who is going to be the candidate to go against him if we're if the, if the other side is going to find someone that can beat him now for me I, I understand what Brown's saying because I like you have to operate as this. Like he, my life is going to be no different under him than it was under the previous guy, and I'm not a fan of the previous guy either. And shout out to all my um my RBG folks that might get mad at me for saying that, but I'm not like the biggest Obama fan. I mean, you know, to me it is what it is. But at the same time, like, listen, do what you got to do and stop. Like, you can't just like you, you want to create this that conversation. Boogeyman. The boogeyman's keeping me back, so I get that part, but he just takes it too far
1: that com- that conversation comes with the responsibility of that re- that conversation comes with the responsibility of laying the groundwork context and diving into nuance there's a nuance around that yeah. like i understand accountability and responsibility for your own actions but it also mm-hmm. allows a certain segment of the population off the hook because they're so Absolutely. quick to say yeah, yeah. See, it's it's on you guys. It, we we had nothing to do with Yeah, and
0: that's my point. Nah. You making my point, because it's because it, it is. But my thing is, you have to you have to have. Like, everybody has their own fight with, with, within the struggle, right? We we are oppressed people, so you need people that will hold him accountable. You need people that will just build. You need people to do do, do these things, but you never let anyone off the hook So we we can't not hold him accountable, right? And that's part of the problem. What he's saying is it's only this. It's never only anything, and that's what the nuance you're talking about comes into play. Because it's not just saying, okay, we're going to do our own things over here as if there's not a system of oppression that's taking place, Um, you know, in this world. I'm not even going to say this country, in this world. Uh, so he has to be held accountable. But so my point is, I get some of the points that the brother is trying to make, but he just takes it a step too far in trying to prove his point. It's like, dude, just, yo, is, is it CTE? Like, and, but this this goes back to my original point is sometimes you just have a bil- you don't have the ability to articulate your thoughts and I'll be trying to give him that excuse but I can't any longer I can't give him that excuse any longer because he keeps doubling down and he's making things worse when he just keeps taking it too far. You dig what I'm saying? Our phone lines are blowing up. I'm gonna open the phone lines up in a minute for those who uh, for those listening on hold just give us a second. We want to introduce a couple of topics. We got Brother Fred Perdue coming on, so we got a lot going on right now. But we will get to you, uh, Brother B. Austin. You still there? Okay. Well, I don't know where where Brother B. Austin is. Um, I am.
1: I am. Anyway. I am. My bad. Oh,
0: okay. 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 My bad. I just want to make sure you stay there with me. But um. So anyway, let's move on from that because we could talk about that one topic and be going for two and three hours. So it's best we talk about something else, man. Um. Dev, be safe down there, man, by you getting stuck up by the Jensen Mickey Mouse because we already know hashtag Florida, man, is the thing. Speaking of that, man, um, man, this past week another mass shooting was at a Madden tournament in Jacksonville. I read a couple articles on the situation and talking about the guy lost and someone was talking filthy to him when he lost. And he, laid the, he basically came in and laid the murder game down on himself and, uh, you know, other people. So, man, I saw some prayers with the people down there. I get tired of saying that because it sounds like so cliche, but what can you do? Like, this is part of the world we live in. It's to the point where I go to gas and I'm looking around like, yo, I want to make sure by like, start squeezing Real quick,
1: Real quick question for you. Uh, Talk to me 30 seconds on your opinions of gun control and the laws, particularly in Florida. Interesting, right? What should be done?
0: Yep. It's interesting, right? Because getting back... This is is the thing, right? So, So, and I'm not... Listen, um, I'm trying to make sure I say the right thing because I don't want to necessarily just spend my time just, like, on, having a Trump-bashing thing because that's not my thing. Like, I'm to the point where I don't even acknowledge bull. But one of the things I will say, I was having a conversation with someone how he tries to make certain topics black and white, and the more I grow, the wiser I get, the more I age, the more I recognize that most topics in the world aren't black and white, right? They're just not black and white. There's nuance and context to pretty much every debate, specifically the big debates, which are gun control, which are, um, you know, uh, uh, whether it's birth control. Uh, there's all the big debates um what to do about education. It's so much context and nuance within these within these, um, these different topics that <clears throat> I go back and forth, to be honest with you, in my thoughts on gun control. I think there needs to be more gun control, right? But gun control doesn't mean take everyone's gun. because – a lot of people call me a conspiracy theorist and i i'll live with that cuz i believe that conspiracy theories make the world a better place and i've also studied enough history to know that a lot of things that have turned out to be true started as conspiracy theories and then when they're found to be true 20 30 years later they say oh okay you know so i understand that part so when i think about gun control i think about the fact that i wouldn't want all all of everyone disarmed right that's the extreme and i don't think anyone's really arguing for that but i have seen people argue for that um because I wouldn't want a world where only the government has guns. That 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 doesn't work for me. Um, I've also traveled enough to be in countries where that is the case and there's no threat of gun violence, but people get stabbed like every day. Like the stabbing game is out of control. Um, and I've been in countries like, like, like no one has a gun, but cats walk around with machetes, like, you know, but I'm not saying that would ever happen here. But I also think that there's no reason for people to have certain types of firearms just, like, in the residential neighborhood, right? So you yeah. have people with all kinds of automatic weapons, like, and, and, and listen, I'm, I'm from the hood. I, 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 you know, I'm like the engine. I'm always in the hood. Like, so I've seen cats with artillery, and it's like, how do you even go about doing that? Like, I literally, like, sure. people won't think I'm exaggerating. Like, people won't think I'm exaggerating, and you know, I ain't pitching on nobody, but I'm saying, like, I've been, in, I've been in places in the city of Philadelphia where there's cats in the hood that have rocket launchers. First of all, so why do you own that? And when are you ever going to use it? Like, are you going to get in an argument yeah. with someone and you come <laughs> up to the crib and let, let one loose? Like, what are you going to do with that? But what I'm saying is people think I'm lying. This is real. I was in a crib in South Philly one time. You know what I'm saying? I, again, and people, when y'all hear me say this, I don't be in the streets. I don't be none of that. I'm a, a, a fun-loving family guy. Yo,
2: but chill, for
0: chill, You, yo, you. No, but, you, but, you, you <laughs> but listen. But the thing is, I'm amongst the people. I speak to my people. I'm, a, I'm an educator, so I speak to my people. So I'm in some places where other people won't go. I've seen, I've literally seen cats in South Philly who have like, who have grenades, like in in the house in a residential neighborhood. Why do you have a grenade? My point is. It's to the point now where people have their hands on, on so many things, right, and something has to be done because weapons are so easy to get. Um, last month I was speaking um, at a, the Youth Study Center, which is a, a prison for, for for children, anyone under the age of 18. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm in the community giving back. So I was speaking to the kids there. And one of the saddest things that came from that talk was, the guy's saying, "Listen, man, if I had a job, I wouldn't be here." And I'm like, "Yeah, I hear you." He's like, "But listen," but he said, "What you don't understand is, it's easier for me to get a machine gun than it is to get a job where I come from." And that set with me because I thought about it. I'm like, "This kid's growing up in a world where it's literally easier for him to leave his house and buy a machine gun than it is for him to fill out an application and have employment." You see what um, I'm saying? So, and I, if, use, if I, I use I use that I said, I give that story to say. Something has to be done, but I don't think that the extreme is necessary. So my opinions on gun control is like it goes back and forth and I fall somewhere in the middle, to answer your question.
1: Okay, okay, okay. That was longer than 30 seconds, but you? I appreciate it.
0: Definitely it definitely was longer than 30 seconds, but I figured when you asked for 30 seconds, you was, you know, trying to finish doing whatever it is you was doing. Like, I mean, you need to get your Rob on, shot the Rob and Cali, who we'll be calling up by you getting know mean on. So I figured you was trying to figure up, out, so I'll give you more time. But anyway, what's your opinion on gun control?
1: Um I feel like gun control is as American I feel like the right to bear arms is as American as apple pie white supremacy and racism and I think that you cannot you cannot you can't remove that from the very fabric of America now that being said right or wrong um my my position, honestly, would probably be looking at the country, the developed countries in the world, and picking out the fact that the majority of them don't allow their citizens to bear arms. For example, the country that essentially birthed this uh, nation, the United Kingdom, you can't bear arms, you can't. Firearm. Now, that's one of those places, like you say, where uh, violent crime is reduced to not, to knives, and there's a lot of knife crime and razor crime there, and it's bad. It's terrible. But I find that deaths, obviously deaths from firearms are much, much lower, and even deaths from knives are much, much lower. So the violent, mm-hmm. the violent crime in those places, if you look at the numbers and statistics, is significantly lower. It's kinda like we live in a country with rape culture where it's prevalent and we don't even realize it. Gun culture is prevalent and I don't think you can I don't think you can manage it. I I'll put it this way, I don't think you can erase it. I think you can hope to maybe manage it, but at this stage of the game you couldn't you couldn't enact laws to take away people's firearms no matter how many innocent children get murdered. It doesn't matter. No matter how many incidents of, you know, young uh, Caucasian males losing it and being a, quote, unquote, lone wolf, no matter how many times that happens, there won't be a change where people don't have access to firearms. So it really, to me, is a yeah. low point. I feel sad. It's very sad, but it's just the reality of living in America, particularly in an open carry state. I'm in an open carry state. So I see guys walking around like Clint Eastwood, Wild Bill Hickok, and uh Billy uh Bush Cassie and the Sundance
0: Kid every day every day. <laughs> let me ask you so, a question about let me ask you a question about that. Because I obviously don't live in that kind of state. But I have heard people yeah. tell me that open carry state a lot of times, um, it changes that because if you're going to commit mass murder but you walk in a place and you see a bunch of people who already got UAPs like just basically within arm's reach. Um mm-hmm it kind of changes the the opinion of whether you'll do something. So you walk into a, a convenience store and your aim is to rob it, but you see a bunch of people in there who got, you know what I'm saying, more than one person got their gat on them, then you'd be like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. Do you think that makes a difference?
1: Um, I think it it depends on where. I think it depends on where. I don't think violent crime is any particularly lower in Atlanta, the city, than it is any, in any other major American city. Um, I do believe. The quote unquote American vigilante spirit is more prevalent here. And so, if you do walk into that convenience store, hell bent on doing the wrong thing, uh, there's a person in there that has watched a number of John Wayne movies and a number of Clint Eastwood movies who will try and emulate their uh, heroes from the silver screen, and they will yeah. be given the best. A doubt in doing so, so you may be onto something, but I don't think that the number of crimes are, are particularly
0: low. Okay, no, that wasn't my thought. I heard someone tell me that I just didn't know because I've never I've never lived in an open carry state, so I wouldn't even know how to like um how that that even looks. That's kind of crazy to me, right? But you know that that's 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 what it is. Um, but that's very interesting to have cats just walking around like you know it is what it is. Like, I, I once had a license to carry. I I no longer carry though, right? Because what I recognize, and this is personal decision, it came from a book I read, and I started thinking about it. And as a matter of fact, it came from a book I read um, from Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons wrote a book called Do You. Shout out to Russell Simmons. Um, although right now he's not, a, you know, involved, so to speak.
1: Shout out to Russell. Of, but he's talking about elic- his accounts in the U.S. and moving his money overseas because he knows what's up. Shout out <laughs> to <there for that. laughs>
0: But, but no, in the book, he talks about, like, the energy that you create based upon, like, your movements and things you do and doing things with purpose, and um, specifically, like, so when you carry a gun, right? I know that when I carried a gun, I had a license, to did everything legally, I, I I brought a certain energy with me, right? Not that I'm ever looking to get into trouble,
1: but, well,
0: uh, like, totally if trouble totally approached, totally I'm like, agree. let's go.
5: Like,
1: I totally agree you know I mean? with you entire premise yeah I, I, that is I don't even think that's a I don't even think that's a hypothesis I think what you're saying is fact facto or yeah. facts that I think that's really a fa- like you have a different energy and it may be subconsciously you know what I'm saying that it's you know not even not even on on the gun stuff like If you walk into a room full of cats and you know that you're an alpha, subconsciously
2: Mm -hmm. you put them in
4: their beta. You put them in their beta position. You have that soul with that arm. You know
1: what it is, and I believe, for me personally, I would be more likely to use it, and I would hate to be in, this is the way I think about it, I would hate to be in a circumstance where, I used it and took
2: someone's life that didn't have to go. Like, let's think about this. Like,
1: let let's say you disrespect me and you punch me in the face. I have the right to defend myself, which could include up
4: to letting some letting the UH go. Now I yeah, can make yeah. a case, big court of law, that I was in the right. But did he really have to lose his life for punching me in the face? Why could I just punch him back? Yeah, and beat him up. And and that's
0: kind of and that's kind of so, the decision I made. So like I I stopped carrying. I was like, you know what? Because I'm bringing a, I'm bringing the bad energy to myself, because I'm I'm you know it puts me in a position where like, I you know I feel like look if anything does go down I I'm, I'm ready. But then there's also a situation like what you just said that makes total sense. And I also feel as I get older and, and as I'm a tour, I feel like I should be able to use my words as weapons, right? So. It gets the, I, I go so far to the other side it's like I start feeling like, yo, know, I was a coward to carry that because basically what I'm saying is I can't use my mouthpiece to get out of situations, so I just take it there. So and I know we're going way off on a because 'cause we're talking about gun Because we were supposed to, I mean, you know, I just want to send a recipe shot to the people in Florida. Uh, to podcast, hashtag Florida, man. But but the but the point is the point of this whole conversation is that um you know I don't know what the answer is in terms of gun control. I've seen the arguments on both sides. And a lot of times, to be honest with you, outside of the people who are just nut jobs, like some of the people from the, um, the political action committees that, like, you think that you're know, going to pry it out of my dead hands, and some of, the, some of the comments they say are just out of control. But people who are, um, have Nixon, logical, Nixon. logical opinions, they back, back it up, you know.
4: Are you talking
0: about Nixon, Reagan, Abraham?
2: <laughs>
0: Nixon, Reagan, Abraham, yeah, let's let's, let's stay off of their list, man. For you know, I end up getting okay. I got so much conversations and things on the internet, you know, because we're so digital that uh, you know, have people come and looking for us and whatnot. I already feel like my phone is tapped, you know what I'm saying. But it is what it is, man. Um, so uh, I know Fred is gonna come on with us in a second and and rock with us for a minute and Fred is down there in Florida, man. So, um, and Fred, you have to defend your state when we bring you on too, man, because. Yo, I tell you, man, every time I look up, Florida man does this. Florida man does that. And now y'all shooting up Madden tournaments, man. Um, last story before we bring Fred on, before we get to some of these calls, um, is that uh, we had a disgruntled Knicks fan who said, look, he went online and sold, he literally sold his fanhood for $3,450 and will now root for the Lakers. Um, first of all, Shout out to the internet for making anything possible, because I really feel like the internet makes anything possible. But <laughs> so for you to go online and auction off your fanhood and, and, and get purchased, that's hard. Like you're a hustler. So a salute to him. Um, my thing is, why would you care any, enough to donate to anything or, or pay for anything? Who cares if somebody else who for it? And um, I thought the Knicks were back. Uh, we
1: know that the Knicks being back has nothing to do with them winning games and everything to do with the delusional perceptions of New York uh, Knickerbocker. <laughs> and so, you know, the picks are definitely back. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win shit, but they're definitely back. Um,
4: I, I salute to him for being Larry Flint, but I think that the internets are, are worthy of a jojo
1: for giving this man... 3,400 some odd dollars for his fandom. So salute to him. But the internet, y'all are stupid. Like why? Why would you do that? You should be ashamed of
2: yourself. The way you can,
0: yourself. Yo, shout to uh, Scott Cavs in the chat room. You <laughs> said be awesome. You sound like you want location in Haiti. Yeah, he he out there in Haiti trying to get his machete game up in case uh in case they take our guns away. He wanna make sure he got a bunch of machetes in the crib, so shout out to, hey, listen, man. to carry machetes. on the low on the low, uh
1: there's a gentleman by the name of Jacques Jacques Agnett. He's an investor in the show, so I gotta I gotta look out for him and his interest sometimes. So I take these trips to Haiti and DR just to uh you know, to touch bases with our, one of our
0: investors. <laughs> a real live a real live cat named Haitian Jack as uh as uh Mr Mr. Shakur said. Listen though man, we gotta uh bring Fred on. We got a uh calls to get to. Um you know, uh but man, people selling their fandom Richard, on the line. But before, I did not say I did not
1: say anything regarding Haitian Jack other than earlier in the show, I just
0: said shot So, you know.
2: Salute to you. Understood,
0: understood. Understood. We gotta uh, we gotta bring Fred on. Fred, uh, make sure Fred is there. Hey, Fred, can you hear me?
6: What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Ain't
0: hey, nothing, man. We gonna we gonna get to your college football picks in a minute, saying? Fred. Um, Fred, are you good? We got we got some calls. <laughs> we got some calls to get to. We want to do some birthday shout-outs. We'll get to the calls in a minute. Um, but I definitely just want to say, uh, that those stories, man, it's crazy because we we went on a long tangent talking about Jim Brown. Mass shootings in Florida, which, Fred, you want to answer for in a second because you are a Florida guy. You know, you I can't Florida play Madden an anymore, man.
6: I can't play Madden competitively <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm scared.
0: <laughs> That's crazy, right? That's crazy, right? I don't want you to do
2: that, Fred. Yo, if you go to the Madden tournaments because you look like
1: you could, you might. Yo, don't go no more, man. <laughs> I don't want
0: to hear nothing. <laughs> real quick though, real quick, real quick Be awesome, you sound real, your, your mic sound real crazy Right now, pause, real quick though, but those are the stories That happened this past week While y'all were on the grind Um, Definitely want to give some birthday shout outs in a second But before I do, we got a couple calls We've been waiting on for a minute We got, um, you know, one of my favorite As people call him a troll, but he's my favorite troll cause, Just because I love the mic slander But we got caught from Facebook who's in the building Let's get Court on real quick. Court, what's good? What up, what up brother? How y'all feel? Oh, man. Hey, man, feeling
5: like,
1: Mike, he it, man. feeling like Mike is the
0: greatest.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> y'all, did touch, y'all did touch on some about what well, you did uh, in running the show about Mike as far as him as a person. I got a couple of stories I'm going to touch on. I'm not going to do it this episode, but I kind of got a couple a youngster. I got a couple of stories of Mikey personal because my mom was a lover boy. And my mom's three was a lover boy. So I used to go to the games at the stadium. So I got a little more insight on Mikey, but people really don't.
2: Yeah, I got, a couple,
1: I got a couple stories up close and personal.
5: He a piece of crap.
1: He a dookie. He a dookie, man. <laughs> yeah.
5: But just but, got something to say you guys got calls. uh Janelle Hill, y'all know TST let her go, right? She got that bag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She got the bag. Absolutely. Front, front yeah. Yeah. show
0: Jamel. So good, Jamel.
5: Yeah. And, man, I mean, that would be cool, man, if y'all, you know what I mean, work yourself out of some kind. She definitely could be open as she want to be. Now she get her own platform going. I don't know what she got. Man, running, but listen,
0: let me tell you let me tell you something. Um, one thing's for sure and two things are certain. She has plenty of options. Like, um. She's kind of put herself in a better position. I mean, she got the bag, and she's, she's almost almost a household name. Um, and, you know, ESPN, to be honest with you, it, 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 here, here's, it, it's a deeper topic, right? Because now, in the age of social media, in the age of Donald Trump, companies are forced to talk politics. They're, like, forced to. Which side do you fall on? You're forced to talk politics um, ESPN leaned a little bit to the left And the right doesn't like that So the right fights back says we're not supporting ESPN But then When they try to appease the, the right a little bit They piss the left off And they kind of can't win I know their ratings in, in, uh, are terrible when you, read, when you read the quarterly reports from Disney As I do as a shareholder Like it's never anything positive about ESPN It, it, it almost seems to me like They want to cut ties, But don't have anyone to cut ties with In terms of that, uh, that part of their business and then quote me on that. I'm just telling you my perspective based on reading the quarterly report. But I say all that to say this. She's put herself in a position where she can go get a bigger bag maybe create her own platform like you said. So I don't think it's a yeah. sad story at all. I don't think it's a sad story at all. and I, I, I saw it and I and I read through it and understood it, I was like, wow, this is a power move. Yeah. You
5: guys, I, I respect all that, like, Hip hop pop culture journalists, you guys are real journalists. You guys do real work. So, I mean, y'all got notable people that been on y'all show. I remember when Michael, uh, what's his
2: name, Michael
0: Hill
5: came for y'all show. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was and just we, like, we, I
0: mean, man. We, we, like, we, um, you know, in, ter- in terms of people that do what we do, there's, there's like a community. So we communicate with a lot of them. There's a lot of cats we talk to who we, we will be bringing on soon. And people be like, wow, they came on or whatever. But, um, I'm gonna say that you know, we, we, I'm, we I'm gonna clear going court.
1: We're, we're, men of, we're men of respect in the industry. Um, you know, being respected and being your favorite rapper's favorite rapper's favorite rapper doesn't really get you paid. Uh, doesn't really get you paid. But we, we've we heard through the grapevine and directly from people that, uh, that get a lot of money from those type of outlets to do this. They say, man, wow, we wish we could be as free as you guys. We love
2: what you yeah, do. Yeah, man. So, I mean, man y'all, yeah, there, man, y'all right there, man.
0: If Cash knew the kind of calls that we took on a weekly basis about our platform, they wouldn't even believe us anyway. So it doesn't even make sense to say anything. Like, uh, but at the same time, we want to, be able to do what we do. We want to be, we want to be able to do what we do. Um, you know, in terms of having fun, uh, creating a platform for other people to speak. So it's not just about a bag for us. But if cats do the kind of calls that we feel that, like, I mean, they can tell somewhat from some of the people that we've had on, but we've had people that haven't come on who are still willing to come on and just entities that have contacted us that, and it's funny because a lot of people will see, like, they'll, they'll see that when they do see those entities and they recognize that they know who we are, that's when you're like, oh, man, like people who are family, so to speak. But that's a whole other story we can get into about how family don't support you. But at any rate, court. Um, that is the a couple in the world of sports we're going to talk about, but you're right.
5: Just got a couple more things. I know you guys got calls. I always appreciate y'all for accepting the call. I also want to touch on this. I mean, We're going to do it live because I already know how I feel about it, but I got to touch on it because it's newsworthy right now. The Kanye West is in Chicago right now. He's been at the radio station. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw any of the clips or anything. Yeah,
0: but yeah. This I, is I've the thing. paying attention well,
5: a little bit. But this is the thing. We 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 feel the same way about Kanye West. I'm just going to touch on this for the people that's out there listening. What he has to understand, what people who think like him have to understand is, he basically spit in the face of all of his and our ancestors. It's like, and then not only that, he validated all the evil that our people have been through. He basically validated all those evil people to those races that did that. And that you just can't you just can't go back for that because once you put that out in a uh, world like that, that's out there. There's people out there mm-hmm. that, that was like, oh yeah, look what Kanye said. Oh yeah, Kanye said is a choice. Yeah. Once that's once yeah. it's like that, you just can't take that away, Kanye. I'm sorry, you just can't take that away. Court, so. I
1: don't, I don't, I don't disagree with your position because you have every right to listen to those words and interpret them as such because words have meaning and power. And who knows what the true intent was because I haven't had a conversation with Kanye, but from all accounts, he didn't, he didn't mean – and I'm not a Kanye apologist by any stretch, but he didn't mean them the way that they came out and the way that the world took them. And one of the problems is I think his ego won't allow him to clarify – so it, in some in some regards it looks like he's doubling down but I don't think he meant it the way that the world took it. Which again, as as Jimmy and I yeah. said, you are responsible for your messaging and what you say and how, how your audience takes it. So you're still responsible. You know exactly. And
0: I, I I agree with you, Court. Now here's the thing, I think this is a, a, a interesting topic because I agree. But I think the biggest problem is something they also mentioned, which is that ego. Because one of the things I recognize, um, And I love history, love reading. Is throughout history, like some of some of my people um, who I look up to or or admire in history, were some people are people that were willing to say I was wrong. Because you know what kind of strength it takes to to swallow your ego and admit you were wrong. I think one of the reasons why El Hajj Malik El Shabazz, A.K.A. Malcolm X, is one of the greatest men to ever walk the face of the earth is the fact that um, he was first of all he was a free thinker, and I'm not not in the way Kanye meant, but also. When he recognized he was wrong, he would say it to the world. I was wrong with myself that way. These are my feelings now because I have more information. When you get more information, it's okay to say I was wrong. And the problem is Kanye kind of, like, wants to have one foot in and one foot out. He doesn't want to fully apologize and say he was wrong. He wants to try to, like, you know, um, justify why he said what he said instead of just falling on the sword. Dr. King. When he says, I led my people into a burning building, you know how crazy it is for him to say that, considering the way he fought before he said that? That takes a certain level yeah. of power. And, um, you know what I mean? So, so that, that, that's kind of where I am in terms of, B. Austin said the key word, which is ego, because the ego was what's preventing him from just being full out and saying I was wrong. I, I, I tried to say this, but it came out like, like there's nothing wrong with, it, with, with, with submitting to your mistakes at all in life, period.
2: Yeah. Okay.
5: Well One more one more topic. I'll let you guys get to your callers. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but that boy, uh, Adrian Peterson, he needs to, uh, y'all, I want y'all to play the Ralph Tresman song because he went in on uh, 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 Shannon Star and Chris Carter because basically they were saying that he lost a couple of steps. You know, uh, the way NFL is going right now it's not for a dominant running back, like a 30-carry running back these days, and he's going to kind of fall off a little bit. I don't know if y'all heard but he Shannon Sharp. No, uh, Court. Chris
1: yo, Court. Okay. That's crazy because Shannon Sharp actually was defending dude.
4: Yeah. I saw it like
1: <laughs> he was holding him down. Like I think he Eric Dickerson said I think AP got a lot left in the tank. Shannon Sharp said the league has changed, but I still feel like Adrian Peterson is the best running back on that team. It ain't hard to that ain't hard to be in here, but still, And he he saw he saw him getting seven to nine hundred. Yeah, AP corny for
2: that.
1: AP corny for that. That came from the same place where he whooped his son's tail. <laughs>
2: Yo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, good
5: brother. Kind of Keep doing y'all thing, on. man. Appreciate you for right. having my call, man. Man, thanks for the support, homie. We appreciate it, man. Yo, why is AP so sensitive, man?
0: That, is, that was Because he he's Hey know he's hey, wrong. Hey, Fred, we're going to jump the football picks in a couple A couple minutes. We got one more call. who has been on the line waiting. Rob from our Cali is on the line. Rob, what's going on, homie? You there? Hello? Yo, man,
2: what's
7: up, man? Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, man? That's your boy Big Rob, a.k.a. The Cat Burglar. Yo, what's up, man? That's your boy Big Rob, a.k.a. Yo, Smooth Brother, Groping your Baby Mother. Not counting one, two, or three, but hey, what's good, man? How y'all doing? Man, say you what you, try, try you got
0: to say. Smash cats, cats, baby mothers, man? Yo, he
7: heard Big L. He heard the Big L. He <laughs> yo, R P Big RIP Big L. But yo, man, how y'all doing this week? How y'all doing, man? How y'all do? How you doing, Fred? i my favorite
2: troll. That's you my favorite troll. Fred, Fred is
7: here. Yo, yo, hold, hold on. Can you play? Can you play that track I always told you to play, man? For the world champs. Can you play that track one more time? Oh, give, give, me, give, me, give me a second, man. I, I, I,
2: I got to get that, man.
0: Cause, cause I, forgot, I forgot you got a theme
7: song now, man. I forgot. Play that track, man. Play that track. Oh, track yeah. Give, give are, me a second, bro.
0: man. I got to fight it, man.
4: Like,
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yo, what are you doing? song, man. All right, on oh, my fault. I'll fight it. By a backup quarterback... quarterback. Oh, back up left
4: tackle. For now.
5: For
2: now.
5: It's always for now. For
7: now. Without the slate oh, of football, right? Hey, Five gate. Without the ref? Without the ref?
2: Without the ref?
6: Please don't go 6 we, and 10, 5 and 11 we, nine, we, 9 and 7 don't, If you miss the playoffs hey, you
2: never, hey. you never
6: stop hearing me say
0: Yo, anything,
2: I We gave out a
7: spare bar We gave so, out a spare ball.
0: What's so funny about that Fred is I'm in Philly right And uh-huh. uh, Obviously I don't watch football anymore But I'm in Philadelphia And I've never seen a city Like so nonchalant about football Right and it's because it's an energy around like we won now, so like it's, it's almost an energy like who cares at this point. So it's funny to see like you know um, bad news will come out about um, you know quarterback controversy or somebody injured and no one even cares.
6: no know? quarterback <laughs> it's, controversy. It's, it's kind of oh, weird. Carson Wentz is the guy, and that's it. No question. No, had. no,
0: no, no. What I mean by what I mean by quarterback controversy, like see, again, I don't know, but I heard that um, they're trying to rush him back for week one because the other guy's hurt. Yeah, Nick Trash is
2: hurt.
0: Yeah. All right, but but my point, my point, my point. Is Nick Super Bowl is. MVP. Who was the
7: Super Bowl MVP? Was Was Tom Brady <laughs> no! Super Bowl MVP last Super Bowl? Was Tom Brady? <laughs> Yo, Robin Robin's
5: letting his hands go. This, this Was
2: Tom man, Brady? Yeah. Dude, Tom Donald Trump Brady? Here. This guy. Tom that yeah, got yeah. on his
7: knees The second orange juice. Baby. <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick, Belichick, real quick. Belichick, uh, who couldn't, who, who, check, who cheated because he was an all a Bill Parcells perfectionist. He was an all Parcel. He knew he couldn't reach that plateau, so he had to cheat to say he's better than Parcel. Uh, all right, hold up, hold up, Rob, we Rob, all Rob, know not Rob, he's you you going, tune Rob, going in. <laughs> Rob,
5: Rob, Rob,
0: you going Rob, Rob, Rob. Okay, okay, but, so but, time, but, 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 here's, but here's don't let, don't let Fred distract you, man,
7: Stay here's, well. here's, here's, I wish I was dead with here, because I want to talk about the chick he threw, they said chick they say threw through peas. at, her name is Brittany, I look at Instagram, bundles of Brittany, uh, yeah, I don't know, excuse me, Yo, bundle why why them with bundles at names, man. I was, like, I was like, Renner, isn't that Brittany Renner's uh, IG? I, yeah, I was like, I looked at her. I, I, first of all, I, and I just came to say, I was going to say this real quick. Brothers, respect yourself. Stop messing with chicks who be bragging about her body count. Stop messing with chicks who do stuff for attention. Like, yo, man, like she put the Takashi Takashi out there and say, yo, your man can't play soccer and. He he, yo, he 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 is shrimp. So you know, stop yo stop um stop oh, messing man. around with snitches. Stop messing around with uh insta hoes, attention hoes. That's all I gotta say. Respect yourself, brothers. You know what I'm saying that's all I gotta say. Um, and, uh, and also yeah. my Instagram. My, wait 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 wait. wait, wait. wait I want to talk about I, I want to talk about I want to talk about sports. But I wanna say this. Instagram, check out curl, curly curly Ray. P-U-R-I-A-H-E-L. She's in Ethiopia. She's fine. I'm going to take week. But all I got to say is, uh, what's up, y'all? B. Austin, I have a question. What do you think about this Aaron Rodgers signing and how may it impact Carson Wentz if he wins one championship before his contract ends?
1: All right, I'm going to answer. I'm gonna answer uh I'm gonna answer this. I'm gonna answer that this way. How do I feel about Aaron Rodgers? Number one, why is he still so underpaid? And number two, what took them so long? And number three, why didn't they give him more money? Now, <laughs> on from Aaron Rodgers, um Carson Wentz um I think that he's on track or on pace if he continues his ascension um, to probably benefit from Aaron Rodgers' extension um, because he's younger and because he's already proven or shown that he has the, the propensity to reach certain levels and height of performance where I would say, I'm not ready to say he's a top 10 quarterback yet, But he has top ten, maybe even top five written on him if he's healthy. What am I saying? He's top ten now. He's top five five now.
6: I'll go ahead and say it. I'm ready to say it. Damn. I'm ready to say it. Bye-bye, Drew Brees. I'm willing to say it. it, Bye-bye, Drew Brees.
1: I can't do that to
6: the And I I I love Drew Brees, but bye-bye, Drew Brees. I'm willing to do it. I all, 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 all I'm gonna say is, all
0: I'm, gonna say is I'm, afraid, I'm afraid to tell y'all where I think he ranks because I'm afraid it sounds crazy to me to say it, so I'm just not even gonna say it.
6: Just say Man, it. I
0: mean, just say it. It's go not landing. I'm willing to put him in the top I five. I mean top five. I think that total package, he might be the best I've seen.
6: I wouldn't put I honestly
0: <laughs> Yo. I mean,
6: I mean Yo.
2: No, Jimmy,
4: Jimmy, you might
2: that you, you Jimmy got Jimmy might think that, that's, this ball that, that, is just coming
1: that. of John Elway.
2: I no, no, I would
0: put him I would put him up that the guy you just mentioned. I'm gonna tell you why. Gillset I'm gonna wise, tell you wise, why. With everything better with everything being equal, right? So you have a a, a, a sport which takes so many pieces. To, to win at the highest level. But with everything being equal based upon what he what he like what he goes out there with, his his complete skill set in terms of athleticism, um, the mental part yes. of the game, his arm strength. I don't know if I've seen anything like that. Now guys are more accomplished, right? They have a they have accomplished more, they have the a talent. better body. We're not and talking work. We're talking talent. Yeah. But I'm not ta- I'm talking about just from what I've seen, this guy this guy is like everything that I want a quarterback to be. I agree. I agree with
1: with you, you, but a part of me, because I'm a Philadelphia sports fan, I don't want to jump the gun. Because when I jump the gun,
2: no, jump the gun. Go ahead. Go go
0: ahead. You got got your shit now, dog. Let your hands go. You got your shit. No, no, I
2: I have
1: them between five and ten. Uh, legitimately. Like I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put him quite in that top well, five yet because let's, he's let's, put, it let's put it this way. Let's
0: put it this way. any of go, those that's guys that's the, that's a, that's in the top a, five any of those guys you have wait, in the top you, five, they don't do anything better than him. They they are not better than him. Let's just put it that way. Aaron, they're not overall uh, better than him. Aaron Rodgers talent wise, yeah.
7: Russell Wilson barely beat his touchdown record by one touchdown. He had a, he had three games to beat his touch to, to match uh Carson Wentz stat. Carson Wentz led the NFL on touchdowns, uh uh passing touchdowns before he got hurt.
2: Yeah, no, i tell I, you I know, everything
1: though. Stats, but
7: listen, listen, let me let me ask anything.
1: this. Let me ask this and I'm I'm a fan. I've been a fan from, from day one, from when we drafted him. But let me ask you this. How long do we need to see this sustain? Because I feel like I don't want to be a part of the instant Instagram, oh, on, Snapchat hold on, hold on. generation.
0: You know what? You know what? Hold up! I thought. Listen, listen, my fault. I thought I thought we were having a different debate. You're talking about where Carson rents Carson Wentz ranks right now. Um. I thought you guys were talking about where Aaron Rodgers ranks all the time. That's why I said I think he's the best I've ever seen. That's what oh, talking. okay. Okay, I got you. Uh, oh, oh. In ter- in ter- I'm, I'm so we're having two different comments. My fault. I'm just catching on. Like, hold up. They're talking about what Carson Wentz is right now. Be awesome. When I said the best I've ever seen, I was talking about Aaron Rodgers, and that's my apologies because y'all were talking about both guys, and I, 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 you know, I, I guess I wasn't understanding what you were saying. I think that Aaron Rodgers, just to go back real quick, is the best quarterback I've ever seen. Now my opinions on Carson Wentz, again this is from limited, this is from limited of viewing. <clears throat> I think he has the tools and the ability to, um, you know, be one of the all-time greats, but he has to do it because we've seen a lot of guys from a pure skill standpoint, and this is why now everything's making sense. Why Fred said what he said. There's tons of guys who have skills, but they have to put it together. And even my comment in terms of having a, even my comment in terms of having a better body of work. That was also in reference to Aaron Rodgers, because I was thinking about, like, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and these guys who have bodies of work that Aaron Rodgers may never have. But I think that Aaron Rodgers still might be the best quarterback I've ever seen. Talent-wise, I agree. You're, you're skill set. I, I agree from a skill set standpoint.
1: So when you're at the end of the road and you're comparing greats and greatness, it has to be about what you did with that skill set to accomplish certain tasks. From a skill set standpoint, I do think Carson Wentz has an amazing skill set, and I will say that he is in the top. He's in the top three, or four. but I'm. I want to. I want to hold off on where I rank him until I see. I see sustained performance. Give me two or three seasons at the top, as opposed to letting me jump the gun early on.
6: You don't want another Andrew. But you don't want another Andrew Luck situation where he gets hurt and we have to well, really think thing, about
2: and, and, it. Yeah, now, no, hold Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, Rob, wait, Rob, wait, Rob. Now, Trent,
6: you that. I want you to be very careful. And, and you know, I championed Andrew Luck. I'm, I'm prefacing that. I don't.
0: Me and Dem got into it a couple weeks ago because I thought the Andrew Luck is overrated. He still, he still I think um, Andrew, he thinks that he's that guy. Andrew Luck is one of the best talents in him. He plays with a trash.
1: He plays with the four of us on the field.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. He plays with nothing. Yeah.
1: So does so so, so. so does the eighty
0: million dollar man.
1: He's not enough. But he's not eighty million dollar man. He's not better than Aaron Rodgers. But he's very, very, Nobody very is. good. Is-
2: Nobody exactly. Is. exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not saying yeah. Andrew Luck. At, at that level, but I think if you get some talent and luck, we'll put together an amazing. I think Andrew Luck's gonna have a you must have forgot like the season. Oh, y'all must have forgot. Like, I think he's Listen, gonna man, ball I, out. I, I,
0: want, I want everybody, I want everybody to and get paid, so salute to him. But just to answer your question though, because that's funny, because y'all I, now, now everything y'all saying is making sense. Like, no wonder they was thinking I was crazy. Um, but Carson. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carson. Carson uh, just has to go out there and show and prove. It just takes. It's just a matter of doing it. Like, and that's one of the things that we don't try to do over here in the war room. And I know Be Austin. Like, we 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 definitely want people to have it because a, cause a lot of times people of say, "Well, you, you you're late to give them credit." But I feel like sometimes when you jump the it's gun and give funny. someone too much credit, you're doing them a disservice. You're disrespecting the sport. Yeah, we're not late.
1: We just, we're just we're Performance
0: like it's not a matter of being
1: late. We be on it. We we peak it, but let's relax. Let's not jump the gun after three games. But but as NFC East fans, and I think that Rob is still on it in 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 the room, yeah. Let's take a dookie on Dak for a second. Can we stop oh. comparing Carson Wentz to Dak Prescott, please? Can we stop doing that because you compare? Yo, shut up,
2: y'all. Dak
7: Prescott is not even worthy the whole Carson Wentz clickboard. I mean, come on, he's. He'll be Damn. he'll be on the cow. He's he'll not. Be cause the he Cowboys. ain't better than he He's He yeah. He's he's not even better than the third string quarterback, who's pretty good. To be honest, I mean he'll be nah, he out. Be he's he better than stuff. I, I, I wanna I wanna I wanna I, I, I wanna ask you. I wanna ask you one, one more thing because I, cause I I know I hugged up the line and Feds probably really ticked off, but yo, I need a I, I need to ask y'all this um uh. Uh, uh, two uh things I wanna say. One thing I wanna to say Tobias, I'm gonna to call you out until we do a podcast, man. For here on now uh, Okay, yeah, for Warren Sports but but, but I wanna ask you a little something serious. Uh LeBron James has made some common and barbershop talk. Has has he reached a point in leaving in leaving Cleveland leaving Cleveland and coming to LA, has he reached a point where he can be himself? And not really protect his brand, like you know, like I don't even, I don't give a bleep anymore. I'm gonna say what I want. Why am I? I'm gonna be myself, you know. I'm relaxed. I accomplished,
0: or, 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 or you know. Or I think, yeah. I think that comes with age. So Rob, Rob, I'm gonna let you go. We're gonna answer your question. Stay on the line and listen. But I gotta let you go because we gotta move on. But I will answer your question because oh. I did watch that in, entire episode of The Barbershop, and I did have thoughts on it. So thanks for the call. Thanks for the support as always. Um, But listen in So I, I'll give you A response to that Alright 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 peace But um So I don't know If either one of you guys Fred or B. Austin Have seen it The first episode Of LeBron's new show On HBO Called The Barbershop Did you see it Fred?
6: I didn't see it But I saw clips from it And everything oh, I yeah, like, I, I was It's I was funny because
0: like, LeBron we, We've talked about how contrived a lot of his moves seem and how, you know, everything seems to be uh, calculated, which is just which is a good thing. It's not a disrespect. But when I watched it, I was a little shocked about how LeBron was just talking like one of us. He was letting his, you know, the cuss words was flying. I think someone did a count because, you know, um, the internet does everything. and said it was like mm-hmm. 72 cuss words he said or something like that. And he said the N word like 12 times, 11, 12 times, something like that. He was talking literally, like he was in the barbershop, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't... it's well. it, it, it also funny, because I heard some of his critics. like I heard Jason Whitlock go in on him. Um, and the only thing that i say I agree with Jason <laughs> Whitlock is, the um, only thing I agree with what he said, everything he said to me was trash, but one thing he said was true. Like, no one walks around the barbershop drinking Cabernet. Like, they're drinking red wine, like in, in wine glasses in the barbershop, which is kind of weird. Yeah, but that was outside of that, the conversation, <laughs> that the conver- the conversation itself, to me, was um was a good conversation. It was interesting to see LeBron like feel like he's comfortable and like the cameras weren't there because he was like amongst friends and he was talking the way people talk amongst friends. I thought that was interesting to me. Um and in terms of what Fred said, is it because he went to LA? I think um getting out there is a little bit freeing for him for one, but I think it's a second thing too. Is LeBron is getting up there in age? So LeBron took, like 35, I believe, was the elderly, Fred, you know. That's your guy. Thirty four. Thirty four. Thirty four. Thirty four. Thirty four. Thirty five, somewhere around there. He's in between thirty four. and He's on the back nine of his career. I, I mean, he can
6: get away with it. But I,
0: but I remember, I remember when Kobe got to that point. It, it's, is it's like in the in, in the NBA, you hit that point a lot younger than you do in life. If any of you guys have ever met a seventy-year-old black man, you know what I'm talking about. Once a black man reaches seventy, they'll say anything out of their mouth because they feel like I'm living on borrowed time, like. It's like the governor comes off at a certain age. Like, that's why to be some of the best it people
2: to sit sexy, around and talk sexy.
0: to are, are older black men because at that point it's like, what you going to do to me? Like, I, I've heard cats actually say that. Like, what are they going to do to me? I'm a black man that made it to 70. like. And in the NBA is like, I've seen Mike go through it. I've seen Kobe go through it. You get at a certain age and you just be like, look, I don't even care no more. Because at that point, you know, you, Brian is on his way to being a billionaire He's won championships in multiple places He's got, you know The the, the money is in the bank, what are you going to do to him? Um, So his age good Experience And also the platform that he was on He was also trying to like show a different side On that platform So I think it's a combination of all those things But I thought it was a pretty good show though
6: What I thought but You guys definitely got to check it out What I saw as far as clips were concerned I thought This is what LeBron has always been. He just – he's just not necessarily in in front of a camera before. Um, I mean, I've seen little small – you know, you see the the cell phone footage of guys talking. So, for me, I'm not surprised if you know where he's – what his upbringing is. I mean, we know. But I'm not – I think now he's – like you said, he's more comfortable in what he's saying and who he's around. Uh, I'm actually interested to see this show even more uh after this because I was mm-hmm. I wanted to give it an episode and say okay uh this if this is going to be just PC talk Ah, no thanks. Uh, I actually I'm interested yeah. to see who are the guest's going to be because now you have to you got to you got to outdo the next episode, uh episode two. You got to outdo episode one now. I'm expecting this. Yeah, that's that's
0: that's that's, that's true. Like the bar has been set. We'll see where it goes. I thought it was interesting to see him in his element and to, uh, you know, kind of let his hands go. Um, Man, we got some other calls, but that's a good question, Rob. Uh, thanks for bringing that show up. Fred, we want to get to your college football picks, but before I do, real quick, though, real quick, I just want to give some birthday shout-outs, and the birthday is brought to you by the creator, whoever your creator is. Um, But we got to give some shout-outs, as we always do, My for birthday. people on their birthday. Uh, Andy Roddick turns 36. Remember Andy Roddick? Uh, Cliff Lee. Remember Cliff Lee the pitcher? Turns 40. Marlon Burr, 41. Sean Sean Alexander, ex-Seahawks. Sean Alexander turns 41. Trey Johnson, 47. Ricky Sanders turns 56. The Chief. Robert Parrish, 65. Rest in peace. Shout out to Tub McGraw. Um, And also, Angelo Dundee. Rest in peace to Angelo Dundee, your God. Also, our baseball head Ted Williams. Rest in peace, shout out to you. So uh, we definitely want to give these po- these folks a big warm smooth on their birthday or their birthday week. Those are the birthdays it's you want to uh, bring you guys. Yay. <laughs> um, Real quick, before Fred uh, tells us about his college football picks of the week, um, we want to tell you that you can check out our website at warroomsports.com, and while you're there, take a look at everything we got going on. We call that the hub because everything can be found there. You can click on the contact us tab to send us a message about our company, our show, you know, inquire about a sponsorship or advertising opportunities, please do so. Or if you want to join our network, please, uh, you know, let us know what you're trying to do. For general inquiries, email us, info at warroomsports.com. While you're browsing the site, you can click on the memorabilia tab, cop some gear. You can click on the blog tab to read the latest articles in all fair and sports and war blog. There's icon tabs for all of our social media platforms. Our iTunes can be found there our videos from War room Sports TV. You can download our free War room Sports mobile app. That's Android or IRS. You get everything on the go. Right now, you can join us in the JW Philly Realty chat room, and that is at blogtalkradio.com slash thewarroom. To enter the chat room, just sign up for a free profile on Blog Talk Radio. If you don't want to create an account, you can sign in through your Facebook or Twitter account. You've got to have one of them. Everybody has one of them. And while you're at it, click follow to get updates and remind us about our show. We'll be taking questions and reading posts from Facebook, Twitter, the chat room. All over the place. We also have a group app on, uh, you know, GroupMe, World Sports Game Time Group. So people, you know, in there, salute to y'all. If y'all got questions or want to comment, you can put them in there as well. To call and speak with us, dial the Digital Extreme Technologies hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. Um, salute to uh, Scott Kevin, who's always holding our chat room down. You know what I'm saying, um, he has a question for Fred before we even um get into this. Fred, he wants to know, uh, why in the hell is Miami number eight with no quarterback? He said, disclaimer, to let you know before you answer that he is an FSU fan. So he needs oh, me, Fred, before you give your picks about the week, we need to.
6: <laughs> oh, do you really want me to go there? Why is your quarterback selling drugs out of his house? Never mind. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm moving. Wait, Miayo, man. <laughs>
2: he, he to, know, to
1: answer, to
0: answer, answer his
6: question. To answer his question, number eight, Miami finished the season with on a three game losing streak, but what they return plus uh, the recruiting class that they brought in with the defense that they bring back, you got two all Americans and you probably could have four uh, three linebackers they are, NFL caliber. You got Rankings tend to kind of fluctuate. It's a guessing game. It's a very nice guessing game based off of last year. You'll see week one will tell us everything we need to know.
0: Okay. Well, we, I definitely want to ask you um, about some big games uh, going into week one. Um, before we start this, I'm going to ask you again when we end, but before we start this, give everybody your Twitter handle because I know that we have a, a college pick and pool, and I know people want to hit you up about that. And I know you be on Twitter um, all the time. So give people your Twitter handle so they can find you on Twitter.
7: Listen close.
1: Listen close.
6: Hey, 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 hey. My Twitter handle is Fred Perdue CFB. So Fred Perdue CFB.
0: That's college football for those who can't pick up on that. Any single ladies out there, Fred said his inbox is open for some DMs. No, it is not. Yeah, my inbox is,
6: is not open. My inbox oh, is not open. Oh, inbox is closed now. Yeah, my, my is inbox you is closed. Right in hey, do not get me in trouble too. Oh. I, I'm about. I am about oh, less no. than eight weeks away got... from crossing crossing over to the other
0: side with, with B. Austin. So you can no know no. That was that was all right. We're gonna talk offline because that was, <laughs> that was come on, We're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk offline about that one, Doug. Anyway, um <laughs> well first game I want to ask you about number twelve Notre Dame the Fighting Irish, a uh, player Michigan, who's ranked number fourteen. Um, give us your thoughts on this game.
6: This is a game I've always said is it just it screams college football. It's like how do you have this game without how do you have a, a season without Notre Dame, Michigan? Um, you have two story coaches. Um Jim Harbaugh just <laughs> He's a, he's a ticking time bomb, but he hasn't done much lately. Uh, new starting quarterback, Shea Patterson, transfers in from old, from Ole Miss after all the stuff that they've had going on down there. Uh, he's a legit NFL quarterback, and he has a legit um, wide receiver in Tariq Black. But he's kind of dealing with some leg issues, so we'll see if he'll actually play. Uh, Michigan has a really good defense. Rashawn Gary was the number one player in the country a couple years ago. He's got a chance to be one of those guys that goes top five, top ten in the NFL draft if he decides to come out. Uh, on the other side, Notre Dame, you you have a bit of a, a – ch- you have Brandon Wimbush at quarterback. He's more of your typical running quarterback, spread option quarterback. I honestly think Miss, uh, Michigan is going to probably put – if you saw the Miami game from um, – last year Miami versus Notre Dame a lot of what happened in that game is going to happen for Michigan uh in this year's iteration of Michigan Notre Dame the defense is just stifling um you just, even with losing guys like Maurice Hurst uh this defense is just real, way too good and then you, now you're giving them a quarterback the question with Michigan is always can they finish Jim Harbaugh has a very bad habit of not finishing games. Uh and that dates back to his days in the NFL. He should have had a Super Bowl. Um but I think this is Michigan will win this game probably twenty
0: seven, twenty four. Okay. Okay, well I'll make sure you guys write this down because one thing, um you wanna hold Fred accountable, man. We don't like to have cats on hair who if he throwing these scores and sticks out. <laughs> um, we don't we don't we don't call him back on it. So I know that uh Rob is listening. I know Tobias is there. Tobias, you can get you in a minute. Now uh, you guys have right. to play accountable. Write so that score down. Again. We on the same
6: we're on the same page. I got you, Tobias. I got you.
0: you. okay, okay, all right. He probably still gonna have words for you to just let like, control you. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, next I game know. real quick. Uh-huh. And I think that's Tobias online. Tobias, we're gonna get you in a second once uh, once um Fred gives all these picks. We got a couple more games we want to ask him about. And also this will give you more ammunition when you come on if you have something you want to say to him. Um we have number nine Auburn versus number 6 Washington. What are your thoughts on this game? This is one of those games that
6: you you don't know a lot about the the teams you're seeing because last year you saw a Washington team that wasn't really the same from the first iteration of the Chris Peterson era where they were going into into the playoffs. Now you have a Washington team that's they're being treated by like they were Boise State with uh, when Chris Peterson was there. Versus now you have an Auburn team where they have uh, Jarrett Stidham, who many see him as an NFL quarterback. I really don't. I think he's a, a inside-the-numbers thrower. He doesn't really throw it outside the numbers well or down the field really well. But what Auburn does really well is run the football. And what does uh, Washington not do really well, or we think they won't do really well this year, is stop the run. Uh, with Vita Vea going on to the NFL, they're weak inside. Uh, so I and it's a home game for Auburn because it's in uh, the new Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta. So this is a proverbial home game. But the one thing I always say about a Chris Peterson-led team, never count him out when you he has at least two weeks or more to prepare, especially at a season opener, bowl game, um, or like a conference championship type of game. He just somehow pulls crazy things out of out of his hat. So I'm gonna take Auburn in this one because they have a better defense and I think that's what it's gonna come down to. I don't want to give a score on this one because for some reason Auburn finds ways to do silly things. I'll give you i w I'll take the win,
0: though. <laughs> no no score but you'll take the win. I got you, I got you, I got you. Alright, so next game, right? I'm gonna talk about is uh yeah you know, Scott you brought this up. Number eight, Miami versus
6: lSU uh, this game i've been i've I'm on the fence on this game because part of me my the fan side of me says we're gonna blow them out, and the but the real the realist in me says, I'm not sure if Miami's there yet. Um, Skyby brought it up the quarterback situation. Malik Rozier is everything I don't like in a quarterback a short guy he can't really see over the line. he's a bit of a good athlete but not the most accurate thrower of the football. Uh, But the one thing I do like about this Miami team is they've gotten depth now. They're healthy. Amon Richards is back after having a hamstring problem. And if anyone knows anything about the wide receiver position, you can be a dynamic wide receiver all you want. But if you are hampered by a hamstring, it comes up over and over throughout a season. And if you don't get a chance to get healthy, you're not going to be that dynamic guy. Uh, On the other side of the ball uh, for LSU, they have two stud corners. Um, Greedy Williams is the one that we want to talk about. He's a he's a top five, top ten pick kind of guy. Um, and Devin White at linebacker, he's also one of those headhunter types. Love this defense led by Dave Aranda. They like to run a bit of a hybrid defense. They can line up and cover in uh in three four, they can line up in four three. For uh for those of you that like the the X's and O's, I know B Austin that's your thing, but this defense is physical, even though they lost a bunch of guys, they have of uh, seven five-star players that were four, or five-star former recruits and the rest of their team, uh, for the most part, as far as they're too deep for four-star kids. That's just, if you were basing everything off of rankings, they'd be the number one, two, or three team in the country, but we don't uh, base everything off of recruiting rankings. So uh, for me, when I look at this game, it's going to come down to how many mistakes can Miami uh, not make? Can they get the running game going? And can they match the physicality up front on both sides of the ball? I'm going to call – and and all my Miami Hurricane fans out there, you're going to hate me for this one. I think Miami loses this one close, and I hate saying it, but Miami's probably going to lose this one 28-24. It's a home game, by the way, for LSU. It's out at Jerry World. F them. Um, But, you know, for me, I really – I'm not – I haven't been confident about this game since I saw it on the schedule.
0: Mm, Okay, okay. Nice. Well, I think this is Tobias right here. Tobias, we can get you on right now. I know you got something to say about Fred's picks. Even if you don't, you do got something to say. What's going (laughs) on? Of course he does. Oh, hey, I was
4: just going to say, guys, welcome to the Roll Tide Invitational. That's all I got to say right now. Uh, He's right, though.
2: That's the funny thing. He's right, though. Hey,
4: all right here all offseason, Clemson's defensive line is one of the greatest ever. That's the same defensive line that got ran over by Roll Tide with a quarterback that can't throw the damn football. That's the same line. And they got Kelly Bryant back there who can't throw the ball himself. Here's the thing. I like Miami over LSU for one reason. Ed Ogeron has to be the worst, worst kid coach of college football. He is a D, he's a D-line coach who's a hell of a recruiter. But he can't coach a lick. And I do believe Twenty-one also, and eight since he's been there
6: as a head coach. I don't know. Hey, an under- he progressive. He under- I don't know.
4: Hey, he don't have like one opener. But anyway, here's the thing.
2: I believe
4: that Jim Harbaugh and Jimbo Bo Fish are the two most overrated coaches in the country. All so I'm not is- alone.
6: What? I'm not alone.
4: Oh Jim Harbaugh doesn't have a quarterback. Well, he gives a quarterback. Hell, has anyone seen what Alabama tried out these past couple of years? Uh, You know, it's about coaching these players up and developing them. Uh, But I do believe with Alabama. uh, Like, I know Tua made mistakes in the championship game, but he was a true freshman, and that was his first real action. He won't make no mistakes as he matures as a player. And I think that's what people miss out on. You'd rather your young quarterback make his mistakes as a young quarterback mm-hmm. than when he's older. Uh, but I'll say these couple of quick things, guys. I know you guys got to go. I hear y'all talking about Aaron Rodgers. You guys are wrong. The way the media has been talking the past couple of weeks, Teddy Bridgewater's a GOAT. Uh, the way they've been talking. uh and,
2: and also, <laughs>
0: y'all thought uh-oh. Uh-oh. hey Fred, you want Fred, you want hey. to say Teddy Bridgewater is your is your guy. Yeah. About that. About that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hey, yeah, Tobias, uh, real quick, okay, Tobias, you me,
0: but before you get out of here, Tobias, I gotta make a comment, right? So, um anyone who follows me online knows that I'm not like a religious person at all. In fact, I actually believe Christianity has done just as much harm to African Americans as the crack has. Um but one thing I will say about one thing I will say is this though. There's a lot of fire bars in the Bible, right? And, and one of my favorite bars from the Bible is like that. It, it says, "Pride cometh before the fall." And what? I, and, I, and I'm bringing that up because of uh, like, you know you my guy, man. You, you my you my guy, right? And, and, and we follow each other on social media. You in a group chat. You've been talking so much about this college football season. You you are putting you are talking so confident, right? That I hope y'all do win because if y'all don't, you are going to hear it, my friend. You, hey, <laughs> I hear it all the time, Jimmy. I hear it, uh, hey, yeah, yeah,
4: about, but
0: how about like like Georgia season, last season? This season, though, but this season though, your confidence is at another level. Like you that must know something we do I'm agreeing with the you. You must. You, 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 you must have a time machine. You got in a wave rider. You know that you know what the results are already going to be because your confidence every is, year is higher look, than I've ever seen over the last several years.
6: Jesus, hey, every year is the Alabama Invitational unless you get a Cam Newton or Johnny Manziel quarterback on the team. Just to be honest about hey, it. But, but, see, but, but see, here's the thing. The reason I'm so confident
4: is because they have, this is like the best set of offensive weapons this guy's ever had. They got a young defense; The secondary is going to need work. But they also, first time he's been there. Who has a guy who has real NFL potential? Don't know. Not saying he'll be good, but it's a guy who has potential. And uh, the guy and, and I because honestly, and I'm in forty in November, for my damn near forty years of life, all I've seen are pedestrian
6: quarterbacks who do, don't make mistakes.
2: Don't disrespect AJ McCarron like, yeah. yeah. like
6: that. don't don't be disrespectful to AJ McCarron like that. Don't do
0: that, I, Don't him. do that. He but good. here's the great, here's the great thing, here here's the great thing about sports, and one of the reasons we're on here tonight is they still got to play the games, and all of us all, all of us right here on the show right now know that the most talented team doesn't always win. We know that. The pro- hey, hey,
6: except the problem hey, is, hey, is hey, in hey, college football, schedule matters so much, and it's Alabama schedule yeah, is hey, one of the weakest in the country. It's, and it's, hey, it's hey, very hey, weak hey, and it's very hey, weak. Before they before get it,
0: it's over. So basically, and guys, what Carson to is everything. Everything is set up. Everything is set up for y'all to win, which means Pretty if y'all much. don't. Oh my god. Oh my god. If y'all don't. That's the oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm hey, sorry. Hey, go, ahead, uh, hey,
4: go ahead. Hey, before you go ahead and finish, Hey, this, before I, 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 I go because y'all talking about Carson Wentz, right? I wish, like, I prefer my young quarterback have his career arc. He had a good start to his first year, and hit the wall. Second year, he popped. I don't want my quarterback to have the year like a Dak Prescott did or Deshaun Watson, where you got to live up to that or it's a failure. And they can't duplicate what they did those first years or Deshaun Watson's case those couple of games. So I, I think that's something right there also that, they, like, they, some of these guys had these unrealistic expectations, and they fall short, they look at it like what's going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,
3: hey, don't but you
6: know, guys like have a good get I I man. pig Peace, guys. Peace, peace, peace. By the way, Jimmy, yeah, uh, so, uh, by the way, yeah. uh-huh. Alabama was 25.5 point favorites against a Louisville team that doesn't have Lamar Jackson. How lucky are you that you don't have to face a Lamar Jackson? No, no, I, listen. No, it's it's, not,
0: that I, it's, it's <laughs> not that I don't understand what you guys are saying. You guys are saying that this is one of the better teams they've had the schedule is set up for them to succeed. It's like everything is set up for them to win. But what I'm saying is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they won't. What I'm saying is, to, like Tobias is my guy, so we 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 talk online If they don't. platforms. don't.
1: What you're saying is, if they don't win. And cocky. I'm air- Eric. Yeah,
0: I put it. I put like it out, out there. If I'm Eric. If air- you
6: air- win, and if and you cocky win you're em.
0: supposed to. If you win, you're supposed to. But guess what happens if you don't?
6: Yeah, That's you're all right. I'm saying. Pride, you're right. pride they, comes
0: I, before the fall. That's all I'm saying, man.
6: I'm arrogant That's for them I'm because saying. their first real test doesn't come until November 3rd against LSU, the same LSU that Miami's playing. And if Miami beats that LSU team, uh-oh.
0: Just now, that. but here's the thing about that, though, Fred. We've seen it work both ways where sometimes that works as a disadvantage. A lot of times teams get tested early and they it, it, it shows grit and they, they bounce back from that and they roll on. If you're not tested too late and you actually get tested and someone succeeds, then your confidence gets shaken. So it could work one or two ways. Or you just it go to them and then you feel like nobody can beat you. So it could work one or two ways. You know what I'm saying? So like uh, t- time will tell. That's the great thing about all this. The great thing about this is they got to play the game. And and we're talking about a foot of, a sport of football where at one play and you get a couple injuries and everything. Yeah, goes. one play matters. Anyway, <laughs>
6: Especially when you throw when you anyway, when you throw down the sidelines and, and you make the wrong read and you still get lucky and the guy's not in place and your safety misses completely and you win a national championship. No shade thrown at two though.
0: <laughs> Listen man, it's, it's time to talk about some hot topics and this is brought to you by my bookie. Listen man, let's talk some dough real quick. Let's talk let's talk some gambling. <laughs> How you can make money betting on sports contests at my bookie. The FIFA World Cup is winding down, so if you haven't checked out My Bookie, it's a great time to do so. Lay down some dough on the biggest games in sports. Join us and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. That's MyBookie.ag. If you're tired of getting the runaround, look, you know, sometimes you, you go on these sites and you get to run around when time for a payout that doesn't happen here. That's why we urge you to join MyBookie. You win, they pay. It's very fast, and it's without any hassle. You're wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. They even have. In-game live betting, so you can place wages at the tip-off, kick-off, face-off, whatever it is you try and put that bread down. There. Join now, my bookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Here's what you do: use the promo code Warroom. That's W-A-R-R-O-O-M, That's how you get this offer? That's mybookie.ag. Play, win, and get paid. It's just that simple. Listen, man. Um. I want to get you guys' opinions on a couple of things real quick before we jump into the topic of this evening, because I'm definitely glad that Fred is hanging on with us to, to see what, how he feels about this topic we're going to talk about. But the first thing I want to talk about is the NBA, right? They're removing all footwear color restrictions. Do you think this is going to be a good thing, or you think it's about to be a disaster because people are going to take it too far to do with everything else in life? It's going to be a total disaster.
6: I'm on the other end of it. I think it's it's not going to be too bad. Okay. I think I think teams are going to. The NFL makes the rule, but the team ultimately ultimately makes the decision. I think you'll see a lot more of the 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 um, custom cleats, which are cool to see on the sidelines. I mean, but at the end of the day, they wear multiple well, No, no, cleats. no, 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 no.
0: This, this, no, no, no. This, this is NBA, not NFL. NBA, I'm talking
6: about. I'm sorry, NBA. Um, eh, in that case, mm. Oh, total mm. oh, mm. so Shout out to 45. So basically,
0: what you're saying is. What you're saying is, if his football, is cool because they're gonna be reined in by massive. But you're saying basketball players have too much freedom. Ba- that sounds like <laughs> see, you're saying, but
6: see, for me, when I look at basketball players, I've always had a problem with the idea. I, I looked at Kevin Durant. I'm, I'm just not not picking him out of the of the bunch. But seeing him with pink shoes in a game, and that's, I mean, that's his brand, that's his shoe, that's Nike, really. But it's it's just an eyesore seeing. You know, I can see I can live with maybe. You know cleats for whatever reason. You know whatever um, Odell,
0: charity
1: they purple cleats with sparkles.
6: No,
0: no. no I think no. I think the fact that I think the the fact that people have strong opinions on either side is hilarious because I guess maybe I'm different when I watch the games. I don't look at to see what kind of shoes they got on, and I know there's a whole bunch of people that do, and there's like a I whole sneaking culture I out honest, there. I
6: do. I do.
0: No, 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 I mean I know there are people that I know there are people that do. Cause I've seen people like even our group chat like yo you see what Sefi Sadi got on I'm like not really because I don't even I don't know like that's just not my thing but I think it's interesting to see what they'll do like how the sneaker companies will take advantage of this to try to like you know capitalize off the fact that they're giving them more freedom of to so I think freedom of expression is always a good thing um, but I also know people have a tendency to take things too far you know they gonna I've have seen, uh, I've seen too some far. free I've seen some free and Nikes on
6: I I think for me it's more I've always kind of gone with the whole uniform thing. Like, I, if you just want to have an alternate color shoe for your jersey, cool. But if you're just going if you're Warriors and you got maybe a Kevin Durant again having pink shoes on with a, a, a royal blue and black jersey, um, okay, that's a problem. That's just me.
0: Hey, yo, B. Austin, why he bodying Kevin Durant like this, though, man? Why are you keep thinking about
1: because. Is, is giving his, his hero LeBron problems for that supremacy spot, so he's taking <laughs> as many shots ah, as he can. Ah, yeah, I see. And, I see and, what it is. This this
0: place LeBron Love. Fred, Fred,
1: Fred is a good Fred is a good dude, but he is he is totally bought into slave culture, aka the NFL. So you know
0: he's kind of yeah. Bought that, into that was, those that was dudes. interesting too. That was kind of interesting too. How you flip sides once we switch leagues. NFL, well, it's for me, be okay. I thought NBA, okay. I don't know let about me clarify
6: that. that. Let me clarify that. The NFL has like a, a like a time period where they where guys can wear certain cleats for certain causes. That's what I thought you were referring to. Other
0: than other with than the, that, with, if, with the with the exception with the exception of Black Lives Matter, but proceed.
6: Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, like when I see like a Brandon Marshall when he wore, I think it was green cleats for mental health awareness. For that, and it, but then they had to take them off for in game. They could wear them pre game, but they couldn't wear them in game. I thought that was what you were referring to. But as far as if they were, if you see like an Odell, like you said, wearing, you know, pink and purple um, glitter cleats, no, definitely not.
0: All right, so yeah. uh, Odell, quick, Odell, is to, Odell is
1: definitely, Odell definitely going to bedazzle.
0: Going to have what's with, glitter, what's with, what's with and your, what's your Odell
6: Beckham hate, man? I mean,
2: <laughs>
6: I have a good, re- I got an idea, but what's what's what the Odell hate?
1: I don't agree with it, white no no, that's,
0: that's the Austin. All right, well, listen, though, <laughs> listen, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Manu Ginobili, uh, he has retired from the Spurs. Um, another one that down. Correctly, so a Hall of
1: Famer future Hall of Famer, Manu Zanobu.
0: Yeah, but here's the bigger question. This is a yes or no question. The, the Spurs, as we know them, are, are definitely done. All the, all the faces are gone. Like, are the Spurs done, or this is just like they're going to retool and continue to be a uh, force to be reckoned with in the league?
1: No, I don't, I don't think the Spurs are done because I trust in their ability to recruit and find obscure talent so I think you give them two or three seasons and they'll reload. But if Pop, uh-huh. if Pop is retiring, that may affect all my opinion.
6: All bets
5: are off. And I'm not going to say all. No, nah, I'm okay. not going to say all so, bets so, are so off. So here, here's what I do. But
6: if Becky Hammond becomes the new becomes a new head coach, are they, are they done?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Let's revisit this when, when, when and if Pop does retire. I ask you guys the same question to see if you guys like you know feel that way. Um I don't think the WFBA is a, a good move. <laughs> Yo, I'm 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 not commenting on I'm, that. I'm but not I want to say the that. Stat of the week, <clears throat> Neil Walker, he had a walk off home run in the ninth inning the other night, and that was the eightieth walk off homer of the major league baseball season, which ties the record from two thousand and four. And we're only in August. Um is Juice back in the game or no? <clears throat> Absolutely, they found a
1: new way to hide that new drug. It was back. Oh, they so got the long juice. ball was back. That new juice.
2: Yeah. Listen, real quick, a couple uh, of uh,
1: Anytime home runs go up, anytime distance of home runs go up, listen, all that means is they found a way to mask that steroid that they're taking.
0: That's all that means. You know, what's crazy about it is, right, because I heard people say there must be something new that they're not tested for yet. It's interesting because even if that's not the case, right, even if no one has done anything different, um, that run they had during the quote-unquote steroid era has pretty much tarnished the game forever because now anytime somebody's a home run, that's the first thought. He must be on that. You know what I mean? It's like they, they've ruined the game to the point where it doesn't even matter. Like, the truth don't matter anymore. Um, in our chat room real quick, uh Skyview said the NBA is turning into Europe because you got sponsors on the jerseys now. Now, uh, you know, the shoe color um, is, is changing and you know, um, he said Levar
1: complete advantage for the. Skyview just huh? put me on. So Skyview just put me on. So if they're allowed uh, the freedom to manipulate the shoe, does that mean that extra sponsors are going to cut deals with Nike or Adidas to go on the shoe? Ooh, hmm. interesting. <laughs> yeah,
0: how about that? Anyway, um, so. You know, um, Fred, what are you thoughts about baseball? You think you think the juice is back, or, or or you don't nah,
6: care? Nah, nah, not yet. I mean, Neil Walker has nine home runs all season. So
0: for me, I mean,
6: it might be if you see a trend of that happening year in and year out. Give me like three years, and then we can revisit this. I know that's a so long period of time. what's interesting about
0: what's interesting about the juice era, right? Everybody remembers McGuire, they remember Canseco, they remember Bonds, like the guys that were hitting. The ridiculous amounts. But so what made that era so crazy is there was average guys who were like shortstop hitting like thirty and forty, who just weren't home run hitters. Brady Anderson, um, yeah, had like fifty home runs after hitting like thirteen the year before. Like it, it was, it was like regular guys who weren't necessarily hitting seventy, like the like the guys we you know we remember. But that's what was crazy about that. But you know it is what it is, man. Real quick before we uh jump into this uh, topic about um you know NFL wide receivers. If you want to check out our website, do so at womansports.com. If you want to call and speak in, you know the number is 323-410-0012. Press 1, we'll bring you on. Um, And that's the Digital Extreme Technologies hotline, as always. And speaking of Digital Extreme Technologies, they um, are the sponsors of our NFL rap, right? So do you or your business need a custom website? Well, if you do, here's how you do that. You go to DigitalExtremeTech.com. That's Digitalextremetech.com, or you call the number 267-205-4203. You get you a custom website from them. You can stop using Wix sites, stop pointing people to your Facebook page, and get you a professional done website. That's Digitalextremetech.com. And the number, again, 267-205-4203. And if you want the hookup, you know what you got to do. You got to say, yo, I heard about you going to, you know, listen to the War Room podcast, and they're going to take care of you, but it's time to talk some foosball, gentlemen.
2: All
0: right, real quick, before we jump into this topic about wide receivers, Kirk Cousins allegedly turned down $90 million guarantee from the Jets to sign with the Vikings, Um Someone told me that the headline is kind of misleading. If you looked out, look into it. Considering what he got, it wasn't a total of ninety that he turned down. Um, but what do you guys think about his decision to go uh, to the Vikings for less money? It makes
1: perfect. It makes perfect sense. If you look at all, if, if you look at all the money he's made by signing those free agent tenders, Kirk Cousins has made close to sixty million dollars with the tenders. So he's looking at an opportunity to add winning and beat playoff runs to his legacy and his, you know, his experience going to the jets to only get money. When it's not going to be that much different than what Minnesota gave him. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. So I, I get it. The jets aren't going to win anything anytime soon.
6: I'm, I support Kirk Cousins in securing that bag as much as possible. Uh, why go to a bad team when I can go to a Super Bowl contender and make them instantly better?
0: Yeah, you know what's funny to me is this is this is just proof that it doesn't matter what they do, people will be pissed. Because I was online, we're just reading comments and people saying, you got to take the most money you can give. You can't be uh, worrying about these teams even winning. It's about getting the money. But then on the other side, if you would have took the money, they would have said you had a chance to compete for a title but she put money at so it doesn't matter what he did, like he'll be criticized. But I don't think um, either you know, I don't he think either particular... oh. Yeah, but I'm just saying my, my point is you never please everybody, so you gotta do whatever makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you do, people have a problem with it. So it is what it is, man. Um we we talked about As... this earlier, but what do you guys think about the Eagles and Carson Wentz? Should they throw him out there week one or should they like hold him back? Mm-hmm.
6: I, honestly the, the NFL season is a marathon, not a um not a sprint. And so if he's not ready, throw Nick Foles out there. Your defense will hold up. Your running game will hold up. Alshan Jeffrey's not gonna be there at least for a game or two. Um if Carson isn't ready, why you don't wanna damage your future. You've already won one Super Bowl. You're the defending champions, you're probably the best team in your division by a long time. By leaps and bounds, I mean, do we really believe in the Cowboys? Do we really believe in the Giants? I actually do believe in that team in Washington. Washington a little, not a lot, a little. And they could give a little bit of problem, but in reality, they'll win their division. So I rush them back.
0: Okay. Okay, Be awesome. what's your perspective?
1: Uh, I'm torn because I don't want to hear the, uh, the pom-poms, the prisoners of the moment. <laughs> um, who are going to start a firestorm uh, out of nothing because Nick Foles starts and throws for 275 yards and two touchdowns, and we get a win, and all of a sudden Carson Wentz is chopped baloney with chopped liver. Um, I don't want yeah. that to happen. Carson Wentz out there, but you, you you don't want to mortgage your future. You don't want he's to mortgage done. your future. Make sure he's healthy. <clears throat>
6: You'd rather be Carson Wentz than um, Sam Bradford. <laughs> and we know what knee injuries do to the quarterbacks.
0: That, that's, that's like speaking of you can't make everybody happy, man. So, you know, Coach got to make a decision, man. Interesting, interesting time. Listen, though, um, Odell Beckham, whereas uh, our brother Phil Maddox says, Odell Beckham, uh, he just became the highest paid wide receiver of all time. So I'm not going to ask you guys where he ranks because he still has a ton of work to put in. We know he's very talented uh despite his lifestyle B. Austin says now um I want to ask you guys a couple questions about the wide receiver position cuz I see this argument all the time um who's the greatest wide receiver of all time
6: I B. Austin, I'm going to let you take this one cuz I want to hear your thoughts right now
1: um the greatest wide receiver of all time um based on our socio-political leanings and black nationalist position he, and don't and don't, and don't
0: say Jada Fire. Don't don't say Jada Fire. That's
1: about. He's the greatest wide receiver. No, nah, I definitely would go with Pinky. Um, but, but go ahead, though.
7: <laughs>
1: I, I, I I would say if if we take our 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 socio political leanings away, it would probably be the guy that put the chicken on his helmet and was picking cotton in a commercial for a fried chicken restaurant. But since I can't say that. I'm going to go with T.O., followed by 1B, Randy Moss.
0: Okay. For me, I'm going to say Randy Moss. Um, other boy you talk about don't exist to me. But I've been playing <clears close throat> Even if he did exist to me, even if he did exist to me, I still might say Randy Moss. And nah, I'm going to probably- tell you why. I know, I know you feel that way, and I know we've had these debates on there. I think Randy Moss is just – this is just my opinion again – is – Head and shoulders, the best receiver that I've ever played the game of football. Like, and I understand that, um, because I've seen Randy dominate games without catching the ball, and to do that as a wide receiver is crazy. Like him going in motion, just rattle a whole defense. Just him being on the field, which is why Randy Moss, Randy Moss, and like Allen Iverson are like the two players that made me recognize. I used to, I used to fall into the trap of like players have to make their teammates better until I watched those two guys play, and I recognized just by you being there, you're making people better. And your presence is so great that you're changing mm-hmm. games just by walking out. You're not even doing anything. Like, to me, and th- those are the two guys in those respective sports that made me recognize that by watching film. Like, yo, look how everybody's shifting this way or moving that way just based upon him walking on the field. It's crazy. I, um, you get- I,
1: I, absolutely, I absolutely agree with everything you just said about Randy Moss. But my, my distinction between him and the other boy that sold out uh, and went back to the, the plantation, the thing with him he is he did it in the biggest games on the largest stages affecting championship games and Super Bowl outcomes. He dominated on those large I, I, stage in those large I moments that. I
0: understand that I understand that but to me again football is a total team sport and he was playing on arguably the best team of all time and arguably the best quarterback of all time right no no for, not for, for, not said, no, no no, no, no said, jimmy no said, jimmy, I jimmy said, you i said no. arguably there's an argument I mean, that could be made. Of the guy I'm talking about there's is There's zero game argument. Game. Like not really, really. Even,
6: not, he's not even, no. I mean, no. from you, obviously. He's not better than John Elway.
0: Stop. Listen, I can I give what I can you give saying, three quarterbacks I, I
2: off my head that destroy the
0: argument. But you got you guys are disrespecting the sport. To say there's not even an argument?
6: To, I can take Tom Brady out of I'm it, and I can still give you
0: three. I can still destroy your argument. I mean, the guy I'm talking about hasn't lost the bowl. The guy I'm talking about didn't cheat. The guy I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, went went to a Chiefs team with nobody and damn they took him to the bowl. There's an argument to be made. Am I saying he is? No, I just said arguably. So my okay. thing is, if you're arguably the best and the other guys are arguably the best, they'll have to, like, take a little bit away from each other. Um, But at the same time, 90% of Randy Moss's career, he was, like, being thrown to by who you, – you name it. I mean, the, I the, the time down. that he did get to play –
1: Randall Cunningham was is, is, is-, oh. oh.
6: um, is it what? Dante Culpepper. Mm.
1: Uh, he was trash.
6: Um, like, who was it? The, Rich the, Gannon. But, but by the time mm.
0: by the by the time he got to play with a guy in his prime that was one of the best, what did he do?
6: Twenty three touchdowns, fourteen hundred yards, greatest season of his career. I mean, I get it. No, I that's get what I'm it. saying.
0: When he got when he got to play with a guy that on the same level as the guy that. The other guy got to play with damn near all his career. And don't forget, when the guy who's arguably the best left, the next guy is another Hall of Famer. So you roll out another Hall of Famer? Then you go to the Raiders where the guy you're playing with, like, has the best season in his career as the MVP. Now, some will say that he he could be the reason for all those guys' success. But, again, those guys had success without him.
6: And, Jimmy, I'm, and see, I'm right. on your – believe it or not, I'm, I'm you might hear me say one thing, but right, I'm on your side because – for me, when I look at Randy Moss, Randy Moss, his two years in Oakland said so much to me. The first year he put up a thousand yards, and he played when he felt like playing. Like that's like, that's you. probably a, is that equi. I would say, would you agree? That's equivalent to a guy putting up maybe twenty five in an in a NBA game without trying. Just Jordan just said, I'm not. I'm yeah. just going. I'm just going half ass it and. I'm gonna for, for eighty two games I'm gonna come out. I'm just gonna we're just gonna roll the ball out, twenty five points a game and we might make the playoffs. If we do, we'll get an eight seed and we'll knock somebody off and then I'll just I'll quit for the rest of the year. That's and what that means.
2: Here's,
0: right? here's the thing about this yo. conversation. The thing about this conversation be is there's a difference between greatest, best, most talented, skilled, so if we go most
1: talented, there's no argument. Randy Moss is the most talented wide receiver that ever came out of a, a woman's snatch. I, I mean, that's a given. But if we're talking greatest and, and best, be, yo, the, 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 chicken, the chicken, chicken George, man, was nice, man. Chicken George had –
2: he, he was nice,
0: know, and I'm he also not, stayed listen. around probably well, five or six years thing. too long. Here's my thing. No. First, off, first off, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist to me, so I'm all, I'm only talking hypothetical. He really doesn't exist to me. And Randy Moss is tired. His Hall of Fame speech makes him better than Boy anyway. Yeah. But, yeah that's not what but he, I'm, he, I'm just he, saying. He, I, he I literally, I literally, I literally seen... He put up two Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, he did. And he also wore MAGA hats and said that... No, ma. Listen, um, <laughs> all I'm saying is I, I I've seen I've seen I've seen the other guy. I've seen Randy literally dominate by by it's the first time I saw this. right so I was watching one game. This is this is uh I think this is when he was in um New where was he at, at I think this was in New England. Right? Argument
5: for, he, was I'm off, this. he was taking off he was taking off
0: run play. Listen to what listen to what I'm saying. He was taking off mm-hmm. run plays. So he would go to the line and be a run play, and he wouldn't block at all. Right. <laughs> He started using that to his advantage. So he would fake that same way on a pass play and then take off. And next thing you know, 60 yard touchdown. Like, he he found a way to make laziness effective. Like, that's, it, it's just weird to me the way this guy dominated. How do you make laziness, like, um, effective? He made laziness a weapon. Right.
6: Agree. Um, Agree. I, mean, guy I, who, I, should, guy, I point the other back guy and,
0: who I point
6: ahead. back to that, that first rate, that. First season he had with the Raiders, he had one thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Randy Moss kind of hovered around anywhere for the most part of his career. He hovered around roughly anywhere between eleven and eight fifteen touchdowns. So if he actually tried, and he was on a bad team, what would he have done if he actually tried?
5: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, today. right?
0: So. Come and to me, the other guy that you mentioned, the guy, the guy who disrespected his mother and family by, um, you know, going to a rec center to have his uh his Hall of Fame speech, I think he's up there. Um, I just can't put him like in my top three because I can't put a wide receiver that can't catch in my top three. And oh. that also speaks to his greatness too. Oh. That also speaks to his greatness too because you were able to dominate without being able to catch, which is amazing. Um, but no, that's just not my guy. I'm a Moss guy. Um. And what I recognize in life is some guys are Moss guys and some guys are T.O. guys. He has no
2: hands. <laughs> <laughs> he has no hands.
0: Question, yeah. Let me ask you another question. We got about five minutes left. I want to I want to ask you guys this question. Think about this. Who is the most overrated, overrated wide receiver in the history of the league?
6: Oh, that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough I one. I want to get
0: two questions. Why 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 do you think about overrated? Give me underrated. Who's the most underrated and who's the most overrated?
1: Uh overrated probably Art Monk. Underrated.
0: That's a good point. That's a good one.
1: Uh underrated. Underrated May, it might be Larry Fitz. Because he's quiet is, and he's not a yeah, dude. he's
6: quiet. Yeah.
2: But you know don't what, I thought, I,
0: thought, I thought about that. I thought about that. Right? So I think he's definitely a top 5, probably top 10 definitely. Um and I think that at one point he was underrated, but I feel like the last couple of years he's been starting to get his just due. Like I think people are recognizing his body of work as he turns like, like I agree. I think that I agree. With that, was, but he's not. It's not
1: and it's not that they're, that they're recognizing it. It's the fact that at his age he chose to move inside and he's still putting up a 1,000-yard seasons at damn near 40.
6: And he's cracking people's you know heads because be- he is actually that- wants to block. That's To me, a great watcher wants to block you. And he, him, he just wants to take your head off. And he then he'll shake your hand when he gets up. That, to me, at his so, age,
0: is funny, enough. What's funny is I, I see this in basketball. I see it in, like, football. I see it in rap music. It's like some guys are trendy to call the underrated guy. It's like you call him underrated so so much that you're kind of like rating them high by constantly calling him underrated. It's like, to be honest, you understand this analogy. It's like it's cool to call Black Toad underrated, but is he really underrated if we continuously bring his name up yeah. when you're talking about great? Yeah. We bring his name up talking <laughs> about great shit to call him underrated. Yeah. So, um, so the end result is the end result is he's not underrated. So Larry Fitzgerald to me isn't underrated. Overrated with Art Monk, I can actually agree with that because he compiled stats over a, a period of time. But at the same time, I don't necessarily hear his name really mentioned anymore. When we talk about greats. I mean, Steve Largent used to be mentioned out here and mentioned anymore.
6: I think partially it, that's because dead. of the way the NFL has gone. Numbers, the way guys mm-hmm. are just catching passes and putting up. Ridiculous numbers. It's just like the volume. It's gonna nowadays. You can be a top. By the time your career is over, if you keep it up for ten years, you can be a top ten receiver numbers wise easily, just by the sheer volume. I agree with you.
0: you I agree achieve. with you. No, I agree with you. You're absolutely right. You're gonna have guys. Because to me, when I think underrated now, to me, you know who's underrated? to Me. I think Marvin Harrison is underrated, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that. He played. He played on a time when again, don't 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 jump down my throat, guys. Pause. He played on a time when arguably two of the top three played. He played on their time. So no no no. You know, I you. Yeah. Was he a boss guy or a TO guy? Right. Like Marvin that's played totally on story. their their heyday. Yeah. So it was like people and he and the he him Sanders like well. um like Larry he
6: was quiet. So. Because he was quiet, you don't really think of him as like when you say Marvin Harrison, you don't really think instantly Hall of Famer. And then you go back and say, yeah. he had a pretty damn good career. Great yeah, he had a great career. <though>.
0: I'm um <laughs> I'm a I'm a technical I'm
1: a technical guy, so I get into route running and I like my guys to be able to run routes. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go here. I think Michael Irvin is overrated. Uh I think, mm. that okay. Des, Bryant, mm. I think Des Bryant was overrated. Um,
2: okay, so, I don't well, like well, real quick though, be honest 'cause
0: we gotta get out of here. One last question for you guys. And, and shout out to Marvin Harrison because that's my guy, like, you know, um known, like his his brother was my roommate in college. But that's either here or there. Um so it's no slander. But my my last question to you is this Who where do you rank Megatron
2: Ooh. The career yeah. is
1: too short top, Too short top, of a career
0: top, in the, But what we top,
1: saw Top 15 all-time
0: And the fact top that I 15. say Megatron and don't have to say his name I think that might speak volume 2 I didn't even say the man's if, name are we, If we exclude Yo, tight ends The
6: receiving n- category I'd probably say top 10 Only because well, you, he's when better you, than Isaac you, Bruce He's better than Tim Brown He's damn sure better than Steve Smith Tim Reggie Brown. Wayne Tim Brown, why you
0: bring oh, Tim Brown up? Tim Brown. Yeah, I'm good. Man. All right, listen, we got to get out of here, man. We definitely got to get out of here. We're going to have this conversation offline, man. But it's some good stuff like that because I think people forget about Megatron because we be the But, yo, we're calling the boy Megatron, yo. Anyway, thank you, underrated. you for no, you might underrated. In the war room.
1: He might be underrated. He might be underrated the Shout grand scheme
0: everybody. of things. Shout to everybody um, on all platforms, the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, the Game Time app. All the calls we called uh, that got through, you know, shout-out to y'all. Um, shout-out to you uh, in the chat room. Who's want to give Urban Fryer a shout-out and call him underrated? You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, um, and tune in next week live right here on demand. We're going to do our ninth annual NFL kick- NFL kickoff special. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. We'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything we do at the Hub, all social media, all everything at Wolverinesports.com. Also, pick up my book, Sportsbook at sportsbook.com or warroomsports.com, but until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity, be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we shall see you chumps on top. Shout to you, Fred. Thanks. Oh, uh, it's Yeah. Mm-hmm. War room sport. Y'all ready? Let's go. Stay in tune
2: to
3: Jimmy. All the blueprint. Yo, every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Ah. Shout out to Death. PJ, Woo. beat off and dot Bay on replay. On uh. Warroom com. Get that mobile app. It's not out. Call it 323, 14 double 012. Woo. They be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcasts, a tough push. Showtime like magic and the block push. Looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, tip stop knowledge. Uh, Should be in sports as I ain't talking college. Pop guys, no beef, no. Sports drift, beef but the streets know. I got a G-flow, uh, KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Woo! Two hours Get your game up, uh, Who's the best sports You be better name us, war up sports.
1: War Room Sports. www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.